The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I've not plugged my computer in. Oh, you div. I'm so, um, I'm so, uh, the moment's gone now. Do it. Well, okay, well, this is what we were going to start with. Put your headphones on so you get the full effect. This is it. Go, girls. Yeah? The moment. I hate this song and I hate girls just want to have fun. I hate it. Oh, uh, well, that's. Um, All these rallying cries to go out and party. Well, do you know the hate. version. We'll start the show in a minute, guys. Sorry. Uh, do you know the version of. This is a good version of uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Hang on a second. Girls Just Wanna. Uh, Amy. Yumi. Let's, uh, there we go. This is a great version. Maybe we'll start the show with this. Let's see. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. There we go. So have a little listen to this. Okay, it comes. Yes, man. This song because you hate fun because you're miserable and doer. Yeah. Don't speak for me. Exactly. Exactly. Without Catherine, they don't want to have fun with Catherine. They never phone her up to ask her out to the pictures. She is a miserable cow. All the other girls, they want to have fun. Without Catherine, they'll have lots of fun. All the other girls are having lots of fun. Without Catherine... Can I just flag up at this point that that is supposed to be my best mate? Um, Okay. So, the show is here. The the, uh, late night alternative. Yesterday's shenanigans have gone viral. uh, So, thanks a lot for that. The video of me apologising, which I didn't want to be put out as a video, has gone out and it's had nearly 14,000 views. And I'm getting a lot of flack from people calling me a, a, a pussy... A C word, an S word. There's, there's, this there's... happens every time you bear your. Um... This guy is so... this guy Ian Whiteford. I'm not listening to the big twat. Oh, <gasps> after I called out his owl shitters looks. I used to really like Ian, but he's not a ni- nice person at all. Really has disappointed me. Oh, can't take anything that comes out his mouth as genuine. So I've retweeted that with the comment, "Your penis." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, I apologise. I made a mistake. Let's move on and um, let's uh, talk to Alan Caddick. Hi, man. Hello, Alan Caddick. Marvin, you're the most serious man I know. Uh, the what? Again? Hmm? You're the most serious man I know. The in serious. No, in most serious. Serious. Yeah, you're right. I'm a sincereist. And you know what, Alan? You saying I'm the most sincereous man is the nicest thing anyone has ever said to me. 
Thank you very much indeed. You're Bye. very welcome, sir. I had a bit of bad luck last week. Oh, why? What happened? I, I had my phone nicked. Oh, Alan Gallick. It's a shame you, you got one tonight. But never mind. No, I always lose my mobile that was stolen. Oh, who stole it? A thief? A, a druggie. Oh, bloody druggies. Bloody druggies. Yeah, he asked if I could, he could use my phone. Yeah. He, oh. I said, yeah, on the proviso, he'd give it back. Oh, well, always, always, if you're lending your phone, do get that proviso set up that it will be given back. Otherwise, it's keepsies. Yes. He don't want to sign me until he gave chase. He so started running? Did he start running? Yeah. Oh, what a winker. So, I gave chase. Yeah. He, he moved quicker than me. He disappeared, but the old bill was involved. He moved quicker than you, and he disappeared? Yeah. Flipping egg, he's Ali Bongo! The old bill was involved. Yeah. And they got CCTV of the incident. Is it? Yeah, so, but, but Druggie, he's going to hide in. Well, let's dis- describe him. Let's find him. This is in Birmingham, right? Yeah. Let's find him. What does he look like? Well, he's a Caucasian man. Do you know I've seen the- him. Do you know what that means? White. He's a white guy. He's a white guy. And so everyone that says, oh, whenever there's a crime, the description is always, it was a black guy. You never hear it was a white guy. That was the first thing that Alan Caddick said. It was a uh, uh, white guy. So you can forget that. Okay, so it's a white guy. Okay. That narrows it down. Five foot seven. Okay, so he's a wee fella. About the same height as me. Okay, so he's tiny. He's tiny. He's tiny. Perfectly good height. Brown hair. Brown yes. hair. Slim build. Yeah. Wore black tracksuit. Yeah. And trainers. I've definitely seen him. Or someone matching that description. Did he have any, like, facial tattoos? Did he have a great big facial nose? Tattoos. Or, you know... He, um... he didn't have any tattoos. He was clean-shaven. OK, oh. hang on a second. Sam has called in. Sam? Yes? Do you know about this robbery? The who now? Sorry? I've only just listened in, mate. Alan's had his phone stolen and last Monday. Uh, uh, um, last Monday, by right. a, 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 a white, tiny man, very tiny man. He's white. He's very small, right. um, and he's got no tattoos and a black tracksuit and a black tracksuit. Do you know anything about it, Sam? Well, I, I know it's not Vern Troy because he's dead. Okay, well, that narrows again. Listen, we can, yeah, we can eliminate him from our yeah, inquiries. Of course, we can. Of course, we can. <laughs> of course, um, we can. He had hair. Small man. Very, um, very, very small man. I'm just trying to find some appropriate music. Here we go. Is this some appropriate music? Oh, no. That's. Uh... On what stream? I'm trying to find. What's this? Good evening. If I... Oh. <laughs> that's the short. What's this? Hang on. What's this? I'm watching this tonight. No. Good evening. If I may, I'd like to take you back to mid-July on a post office van robbery in Basingstoke. Police five. It's Police Five with Shaw Taylor. Keep them peeled. Keep them. Keep them. Keep them. No, I don't remember it. Okay. No. Okay. All right. Fine. Um, so, you, Sam, are you saying you know what happened? No, I'm, I'm saying I don't know what happened. Ah, uh, that's what not you. Ben Troy. That's what you would say, Sam. Where were you on the night in question? Yes, Sam. Yeah, it was the afternoon. Good question. I was probably uh, at home. Quite much. Probably at home. Non-specific yeah. well, have answer. You got, have you got an alibi, Sam? Was there anyone at home with you? 
Well, my wife would have been home with me. Can, can we speak to her? I'm afraid not. She doesn't speak on the phone because she's got an anxiety disorder. A wife that doesn't so, speak on the phone is your alibi? Also, the yeah. wife is an unreliable witness. And we cannot include Thank her. You, Right. What about my dog, Tilly? At the moment, Sam, you're at the top of the... Um, I don't want to call it the SH1T list. You're at the top of the suspect list. Well, see, here's the thing. I'm quite recognisable. How I'm, tall I'm are you, Sam? Hey? How tall are you? Well, that's that's a, funny you ask that. I'm, I'm actually pretty short. Five foot seven's tiny. No, no, I'm shorter than that. Anyone, anyone, male or female, that is five foot seven, really does uh, need to go and work in the kitchen with Gordon Ramsay. See, I've I've got a curved spine, It's a very topical joke I just made there, guys. It was a very high-frequency joke. I don't think it's a joking matter. Oh. All right, so you've got a curved spine. Yes. Show off. (laughs) So I'm at, like, my actual height (laughs) is four foot six. Sorry, I missed that, um, uh, because Alan was Fleming up. (laughs) Alan Fleming! (laughs) I'm actually probably about four foot six. If, you, like, if we were to force you to stand up straight using um, Victorian or medieval torture devices, how tall would you be? If we were about to... five three ish, I would think. All right, all right, Sam. I'm going to cross you off the list. He's off the list. Can we put him in the maybes? <laughs> all right, yeah. No, okay. So Can I don't I... mind being on the on the subject. Per- person of interest, yeah. maybes, now... and. Nobody's. Caddick did suggest, I mean, a major factor in this is that the guy was a druggie. What drugs are you on these days, Sam? Me? Um, I take this in April. Right. Okay. <laughs> from high blood pressure. Okay. Tick, he ticks <laughs> that box. All right, um, Alan, um, can you stay on the line for a bit, Alan? Because we're going to question people for you. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, we really, guys, if, if you're five foot seven, if you're a tiny, tiny, insignificant sized human, five foot seven, with a black tracksuit and you take drugs, 0344 499 1000. But girls, uh, ladies, you can phone in and grass up your husbands, your dads, your, your sons. I would respect. Or you get Detective Cadogan involved? Mm. One more time. Detective Cadonk? No. no. Um, so what? Uh, so uh, if you, I would, if any woman were to phone up and grass up her husband or son, I would have so much respect for them. Are we sure it was a man? Could it have been a woman? No, it's definitely a man. Okay, I'm out. Take me off the list then, please. How, well, how I do you know what you're doing? even on the list, Kath. Well, well, she is. She's in the nobody's list, which is actually quite fitting. Um, well, maybe it was you, Ian. Well, I'm six foot four, Sam, so thanks for asking, yeah, but maybe, I'm not... Maybe you're, maybe you're on your knees, though. I'm, no. not, I'm not a druggie anymore, Sam, so I'm on the nobody's list, yeah. which is... is uh, right, Sam, what did you... you know he was a druggie? What did you call him for? Me, I wanted to say... Firstly, I, I, I told you about my dog. She had a cruciate ligament injury oh, yeah. a few weeks ago. Okay. And I was concerned about it. Oh, yeah. Um, she had a surgery, and yeah. it went pretty well. Yes. And she's recovering. Beautiful. Uh, but I wanted to also, also say to you, Ian, that I forgive you. Oh, what beautiful. <laughs> Thank took, you, mate. That took you by surprise, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, that really, that really caught me unawares. And um, I appreciate that. We, man, I really do. Thank you. Genuinely, I do. It's, it's not a big deal, really. <gasps> Don't, because you know? I'm going to cry. Thank you, Sam. You're a very, you're a good <laughs> soul, and I'm, I'm glad your dog is well, mate. Thank you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you know anything, um, or, or if you know any five foot seven druggies, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If we're doing this inquiry, yeah. Who's good cop and who's bad cop? Oh, um. Can you establish that now? Well, I'm obviously the good cop. Yeah, and you're the annoying cop. 
Good cop, annoying cop is the technique we're going for. Alan, stay there. We're going to find this scumbag and we're going to beat the crap out of them. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Uh, big old show tonight. We had a lot of stuff planned, some great guests, and uh, we're going to have to cancel all the guests because this is a uh, big old show tonight. Uh, oh, 11 o'clock. After 11, I'm playing an exclusive new track from Imani Coppola. She's changed the uh, word from dick to stick, which makes which means we can, we're going to play a track that no one has ever heard before after 11. So that's exciting. But before that, more importantly, the music. More importantly than joy. More importantly than, than fun is the seriousness that this country is going to the dogs. Alan, tell us what happened to you last Monday. My phone was stolen. His friend was stolen. His phone was stolen. Gosh, it's got all those pictures on it. Uh-oh, Alan. Maybe. <laughs> you better hope that doesn't fall into the wrong hands. No, I backed it up before. I... I wouldn't be worried about backing it up. I'd be worried about someone um, getting their microscope out as they look through their fo- your photos and, and work out that that ain't a little sausage. That's no, little no Alan! You got rid of those ones? Yeah. You don't keep those on that phone? I've never used them. I haven't got any pictures at all. His real name is Alan Cad. But um, because of his hobby, they changed his name to Alan Caddick. There's a variation of the Welsh name Caddock. Oh, there we go. So, uh, d- describe this this um, this scumbag who's worse than uh, worse than Fred West again. Describe him. Five foot seven. Yep. Brown hair. Mm-hmm. Slim build. Mm-hmm. Clean shaven. Mm-hmm. Druggy. Druggy. A black tracksuit. Black trackers and white trainers. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Phone up. We'll ch- we'll change your name. Um, we've got a thing that will change your voice when you, you phone up. You could earn yourself a community action trust reward. Could be in the operative word. W- will not is the actual uh, word that we would have to put in there for legal reasons. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Rhythmic Paul is on the line. Good evening, Rhythmic Paul. Actually, it was me. Oh, here we go. This could be. Hang on, rhythmic Paul. This could be case closed quite quickly. This is great. It's highly irregular. <laughs> yeah. Well, what can I say? Oh, okay. Well, tell us. Tell us what happened. I saw the phone. I thought that's mine. I'll have it. Wow. Okay. Can you describe yourself for us, rhythmic Paul? Um. <laughs> How tall are you, rhythmic Paul? Um. Well, was it five, five, seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about mm. that. How, 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 that's me. Yep. White uh, trainers. Okay. Yeah. How, how how white are you? Uh, <laughs> very white. Can't Hang on a minute. This is the guy, the timpanist. Yes. He's yeah. a black fella. The clue is in rhythmic. <laughs> this guy's a black fella. It's <laughs> a black man phoning my show, pretending to be white. Imagine if it was the other way around. It's an outrage. Let me a fool, <laughs> Paul, outrageous. Look at you trying to stereotype black people as criminals and druggies. Oh, what can I say? Um, give us a... Paul, give us a, give us a rhythm. <laughs> I'd love to hear a rhythm. A ching, a boom, boom, ching. Oh, yeah, it's all right, and he's good. Professional. I heard a great show last night, a uh, documentary. I, I didn't think to text you that it was on, Catherine. Thanks. Because I wasn't sure it'd be any good, but it was great. About um, now, Just Alan. A moment. You, you, um, Alan, you're breathing again. There we go. <laughs> About Leonard Bernstein. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. so I thought, very interesting documentary. 
Very interesting. I didn't know anything about... Alan? Stop that breathing, buddy. Okay. I didn't know anything about Leonard Bernstein until last night. And in that 30-minute little package, I learnt a lot about the guy. His son's called Alexander. Yeah, here we go. And his wife knew he was gay before they got married, but she she wrote him a letter saying, look, I know about it, but I think we can still make this work because I love you so much. That's nice, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Did it work out? I think it did, actually. Didn't hear much about her afterwards. Um, You heard about his boyfriend. Oh. Um, Oh, I'm sorry, Paul. You seem to have got a bruise on your face. You shouldn't have walked into that doorway as you came in for questioning. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, Paul. You seem to have got... um, you seem to have got uh, an, a bruise on the other side of your face now, as you as uh, you got up off the floor. <laughs> I'm being satirical here. I'm sorry, Paul. I seem to have pulled the CCTV out of the wall. Oh dear. <laughs> being very satirical here. Um, uh, we actually love the police. Um, not the ones that not the ones that um, kill people. No, you know. apart like, from those, those ones. Those guys. Those ones we're not so keen on. The rest, love them. Oh, yeah. Columbus, uh, Kojaks, all of those guys. Julia Bravo. But, Paul, you have been wasting police time, mate. I have, yes. Thank you very much indeed. And he sounds like he loves it. There were two Juliet Bravos. Bravi. (laughs) Bravi. You know, Juliet Bravo is on drama at the moment. Um, Okay. Other TV channels are available. Yeah, but they've not got Juliet Bravo on. OK, Alan, um, I'm going to cut you off now. Thank you. Here we go. If we find your phone, um, then good luck. Um, so, um, this loose women thing. Right. What actually... Because those people were tweeting me, did you see loose women today? I'm like, well, no. Um, is it because they assume that anyone who walks off a TV show is in some sort of club? Well... Well, because maybe it's because I've walked on, I've worked on loose women a little bit. I don't know. It seemed to be the event of the day, and I only just like an hour or so kind of caught a little tiny clip of it. So I was going to play. It's like a nine-minute clip. I was going to play bits of it and stop, and we could talk about what happened and stuff. Because I haven't seen it. No. And then I saw Matt Haig, a man whose opinion I respect immensely, seemingly seemingly saying in a series of tweets that the loose women were the ones at, at, at fault mm. for the way they behaved. What's her name? Kim Woodruff. Kim, Kimmy, Kim... Wood... Croft. No. Woodchuck? Um, Woodcock. No. Kim Woodrow. No. Kim Marsh. Kim... Kim Bayama, Lord. Woodburn. Kim Wood... Oh, she would. Um, so it, he seemed to be saying, from his tweets, if I've got these right, and I don't know the story, so if genuinely, if you saw this today, or you know more about it than we do, 0344 499 so, so basically, Kim Woodburn is, is invited on to the Loose Women to speak to Colleen Nolan about, apparently they had a little bit of argy-bargy in the Big Brother house, right, about eight months ago. And so she got on, she was brought on to, to, to allegedly make peace. And, and Matt was suggesting that actually it was a setup and that they, it was like a gang of bullies picking on her. Mm. So if you saw it, 0344 499 it's about nine minutes long. I'm not going to play it all, but I'm going to play bits of it and then we'll stop and start. I've not seen it. I've seen the first 35 seconds. I've seen the first minute. Okay. Um, so uh, so we'll, 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 it's eight minutes 42. So we'll see. So let's go through this and see if we can work out what's going on here. Here we go. Here we go. All right. You wanted me here. What you've got to say? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, want you. I didn't ask to come here, folks. Right, I didn't ask just you know to come the here. Right, I'm just going to ask you the first question. 
What exactly is it that Colleen has done that annoys you so much? Ask Colleen. Oh. <laughs> what, you tell us what she did. We look, couldn't see anything. Look, I don't want to let you down with something you told me, but I'm going to because well, I, I have a feeling you. you're not going to be... Folks, I, I am straight and honest. I came here three weeks... She's now talking to the blonde lady from Birds of a Feather. Right, yeah. I should be pointing out at this point that um, Janet Street Porter's dressed as Judge yeah. Judy. Obviously, because they thought it was going to be a little bit of fun. Yeah. A little bit of banter. But it, it's not. After I came out of Big Brother. Now, I didn't want to do this, but you're, you're another one's putting the phony act on. Oh, my God! No, I'm sorry. What I'm sorry. So, Linda's and, a phony. Uh, just a minute. Is there anyone that isn't a just phony? Just a minute. Deny you said this. And I said Colleen was very two-faced. You saw the show. And they said, yeah, right. You were sitting there and I was getting up and the camera, we were all leaving the stage. And you turned to me, your exact words were, as a matter of fact, Kim, you said, Colleen admitted she was very two-faced oh, with you. I did, understand me. Now, 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 you did. She, oh, she did on there. Okay, let's hear Colleen's point of view. No. <laughs> they just saw the clip. So you didn't say that? I'm just repeating what she said on the telly. So you didn't say she admitted she was very two faced with me. <laughs> I'm just saying that. Kim, I think. She was letting I you think know that she quite said that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to converse on this show because I'm going to tell you why. Let's just hear go to I know, for a moment. Folks, I know what I went through. Now let her rant on. I know what I went through. Awful. It was Why awful you what you went through, Kim. Us. It was awful. Folks, don't always believe the person that sits there all demure. Life teaches you that's not the case. <laughs> I didn't want to come on here, and I'll tell you why. Because I knew she'd sit there and... How do you mean? I knew, I've just said, behind the scenes. They asked me to come on, and I said, I don't think I want to come on. I said, so because... I've told you what happened, well, that's the truth. Actually... And they said, well, Colleen wants to say something Kim, to you. Kim, 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 I come in here, she's oh, sitting Kim, there, it's almost not, no word. It, all right. I would never have come here, she's supposed to want to speak Kim, to me. my understanding is that you were very happy to come here uh, today and that you said you were completely comfortable with it. But let me turn to Colleen and just... It's uncomfortable, isn't it? Now, as someone who... And I like loose women a lot, so I don't know what happened there, but my experience of going on the Matthew Wright stuff show is that I was told something completely different to what he had in mind. In fact, I was assured that something wouldn't happen that he had every intention of, hap- of, of doing to me because it was in his autocue. So it was always gonna, he was always going to talk about my marriage and name my wife on the show. So I was lied to by the producers four times. So it is not... And again, I like loose women a lot, and I work on that show, and uh, I like Colleen. I've met Colleen a few times, and she's lovely. Not met any of the others there, I don't think. Um, and uh, so, but I, I know that it is not uh, that the, the television producers sometimes say one thing to a turn and something else to the presenters. Mm-hmm. You know, something I found interesting at the beginning of that was Kim was trying to implicate Linda in this. She already feels under the she already feels yeah. under the cosh at the beginning and saying you told me this do you deny it and Linda wasn't denying it she said no it mm. was said on air yeah. but Kim's already on the track the problem so far that I can see yeah. is that one of is everyone in on the joke yeah. and I'm not sure that Kim is well she, Kim is saying um, we got a couple of calls that I think might be on this Sally I'll come to you in a second oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand we I don't know what it sounds like with pictures it's really really uncomfortable. I don't know if it sounds more or less menacing when you're listening on the radio. But what Kim is saying, she said, 
the producers told me that Colleen had something to say to me. Yeah. And Colleen has flatly refused to say anything. So if, if she was on there and the producer said, look, Kim, Colleen wants to say sorry to you on television. If they have said that, I don't know. I don't know. If they have said that, then that's that's out of order. And that's not the case. Let's have, let's have another little bit more. Just hear what Colleen has got to say <coughs> about the charge of being two-faced. Um, yes, I think I think Kim's right. I was two-faced with Kim in the house. I tried not to be in the beginning. I did try and be the peacemaker because everybody was rowing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it helps to all join in the row. I think Kim very, very cleverly, because she is a super fan of the show, of Big Brother, came in to play... Oh look at me, poor me! I'm being bullied. Everyone's picking on me. In the- well, I know I've had that accusation levelled at me. I well, think I think Ian was coming in to play the victim and do the oh I'm being bullied kind of and that thing. That can be seen as victim blaming. Yeah, yeah. Um, I okay. hope that they weren't showing that she came in like a demon from day one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was trying to to keep the peace, and then gradually I just we were near the end, and I just couldn't stand it anymore. So if that makes me two faced, then yeah, I guess I was two faced. Okay, well now the whole audience is now against Kim, and that's tricky. She's up on uh, up on the stage with four presenters who are there every single day, and an audience of two hundred people, and who are friends. Yeah. The other thing is, this started at the beginning, the sort of circus atmosphere to it. There was yeah. a woo, wasn't there? Yeah. Before. Oh God, the 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 warm up at Loose Women is very much that whoop cheer, make noise if you hear something you you like, cheer if you hear something you don't like, boo it. But this is being presented as an entertainment yep. thing. You know, they've got Janet sitting there with Judge Judy's robe on. Yep. This is not what any of them thought was going to happen. OK, we continue. Why didn't you confront Kim earlier? Because everybody, everybody, she had... The way she's just come out now was the way she woke up every morning. She just wanted to go at people all the time. The fact she can even come out here with everyone that's on this panel, and have a go at Linda Robson, who's the nicest woman I've ever met I in my life. I have what she told me. No, but you're no. just antagonistic. You come out for a row, and that's see, how she woke look, up every the stage morning. i because this is lunatic. You know what you did, yeah, and I'm going to tell you something. i tell you what I did. Yeah, I just didn't tell you how vile you are from day one. That's you, my what I should have done. You, my dear. You're a horrible... Right. So she's now leaning, Colleen Nolan is now leaning over Janet's reporter, and, and Janet, or someone, should have... In my opinion, just put an arm on her shoulder and said, whoa, let's just calm down a bit. Because she's now leaning forward and pointing and jabbing her finger at her. And that, that is an, that's a very aggressive thing. Right? They've got beef. They don't like each other. That's fine, man. But some, someone also, she'll get, I, I'm suspecting there's going to be a huge round of applause for her leaning forward and pointing her finger. Mm. And, um, and that isn't, that's not a great look. I'm wondering what they thought was going to happen in this. Well, the, the producers, set it up. The producers knew it was going gonna... to kick off. Well, I've interviewed um, Kim before, and she's she's ex- she's aggressive. Yeah, you know that's that she's aggressive and, and and tells people off and is very forthright. They knew exactly what was going to happen, and they and, and it's worked because we're playing clips of loose women on our radio show. Yeah, tonight. but it's not a good look for any of them, is it? It'll be forgotten. It'll be forgotten tomorrow. That's, and that's the thing, and it's it's got people talking about the show, and I say I'm a fan of the show, and I've been on the show, and I hope to go on the show again, and I, you know I enjoyed the show, um, uh, but it's got people. We don't play clips of it on our show, yet we are. It's got Twitter ablaze. Everything's about getting Twitter ablaze. Mm. Um, let's go to uh, Sally. Evening, Sally. Hello, Ian. Hello, Hello Kat. Hey. Hello. Yeah. Um, 
my mum phoned me this afternoon and said, well, did you watch Lou Swimming? And I don't watch it, so I looked it up, I watched it on YouTube. Yeah. And then I sort of backed it up with, I went and had a look at some Big Brother moments and things like that about what had happened. And and my my taking on it was, yeah, Kim was a bit aggressive in the Big Brother house. But they all sort of ganged up on her, on Loose Women. You had Colleen's sister was there, who was sort of saying, we've sold 25 million records, what have you done? Type attitude. Well, she's cleaned some houses. She's cleaned lots of people's houses. I bought her book. Yeah, but she, it kind of made sort of yeah. yeah. She's cleaned houses, but it was kind of a bit demeaning. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? that's, that's, that's a silly g- g- comparison to make. Yeah. And um, then they were, they just sort of all ganged up. And when she tried to sort of explain why she had been aggressive in the Big Brother house, she started talking about her childhood oh. and saying that she had been, you know, physically and sexually abused quite a lot as a oh, child. okay, okay. Okay? Should and we... she didn't like this being ganged up on mentality that she felt when Can she we play? Should we play a little bit more, Sally, if you stay there? Is yeah, that all right? Because, sure. yeah. okay, that, okay, that that's interesting. We're, 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 we're th- nearly four minutes in. Let's have a... Self-centric. Do you believe her? Publicity seeking. Kim, Kim, do you ever... Kim, do you ever she just call her a witch? On your behaviour. Publicity seeking. Do you ever... Kim, do you ever look back... On your behaviour, no. I mean, I, and no, you she doesn't. I'm fascinated Listen, the by only that way syndrome because TV is because she comes out and makes is controversial. Mm. You've no talent. This That's the only way you get TV. Excuse me. Excuse me. That alone tells you how stupid you are. What, what is your talent? Look, Why are what you is your show? talent? Hang on, oh, you're you're all, I'm going to have to be banging my Look, Bless, bless um, Janet Street Porter for trying to keep that very lame judge uh, theme mm. going. She's a professional. <laughs> that, that's obviously fallen by the wayside quite a while ago. It's a ago. very hard act to carry on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> apparently so. All right, go on. Hang on, on. Oh, you're all, you're all, I'm going to have to be banging my Talent. I know. Tell what us what your talent is. But Kim, can I? You don't invite someone on your show and then go, I've sold 25 million records. What do you do? No. What's your talent? Yeah. No. I've invited you on my show. You're a guest. I have to give you a certain amount of respect. I can, I can attack your beliefs, I can, I can, but I have to give you a certain amount of respect because you are on my home territory. Also, it feels like punching down now. Mm. Yeah. And the fact that the whole audience are obviously... On the loose women site, it's now she's now the best. This is going to get a lot of Ofcom complaints, and do you know what? It's it's a close one. It's a close one, isn't yeah. it? Uh, let's have a little bit more. Hang I on. just can we stop the slang slanging yes. off for just a moment, Kim? What do you help to gain out of coming on the show today? Nothing at all. In fact, I but said, you're here. But why did you? I come? said you, you, you paid are... me a good amount of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> well done. They paid me a good amount of money. And she would have, um, she'd have got a grand, at least, for that. Good for her. Now, I wonder if she's doing the maths of how long before I, have, before I walk off and still get my fee. You know, that says that maths. <laughs> 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 Clash and argued with every single person that was I in the Big Brother house. Every single person. But I was ganged up on. All right, Kim. Oh. Kim, you've got an opportunity now. No, to I, make I, peace. I look, no. Uh, I look, Kim. It's eighteen months. Look, ago. No, it's eighteen months ago. You 
will not say what went on in that house, but I'll tell you something, and folks, look on your computers. I can't even switch one on, so it's not me putting it on. <laughs> 98% of people, look on your computers, say they give you a rough time in their kitchen. Uh, I can't uh, put a computer on, I can't, so it's not me doing it. But 98%... Flipping it, Sally! <laughs> did you just hear a smoke alarm go I off? I did, I did. Dear God, sorry. woman! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry! What have you worn that vibrator out? <laughs> oh, shut <up>. Come on! <laughs> right, we carry on. Said, God, Kim, there's enough going up on you. Now, uh, it's not just me. 98 people, you mean. Do you, do you, do you think... <laughs> no, it's just getting funny. Do you think... Stupid. Do you think oh, you... Don't be so silly. Do you think you've got... Don't be so silly. Kim, Kim. Do you think you've got anger issues? No. You no, seem very angry all the time. <laughs> no? Look. So do you think you we can draw a line under it, Kim? All you want. Kim, no, can I, we draw I, I a line under it? I'm going to tell you something that I'm going well, to listen. go. I've had... Uh, uh, a lot of people have had miserable lives, not just me. I'm not suggesting for one moment. We've all had mm -hmm. problems and we always will. I had a very, very sad childhood. Mm -hmm. I had a brutal childhood. Terrible. Do you hear that? that? Yeah, got this every day got, as well. Got this every day as well. Mm. That's okay. That's not great. Cry in a minute. Don't be two-faced. I'm not being oh, terrible. Oh, oh, Come on, me. Well, all right. I'm I'm just a minute. Now. I'm speaking now. Oh, a brutal, rotten childhood. We know. Oh, terrible. I can't describe what I went through. We know. We've heard it. And I went to Big Brother House, and all the memories of those years came back. The bullying they were doing to me. And I was very upset in the house. And I pretended I wasn't. I was terribly upset. They picked on me. This one, cup of tea, Kim, every bloody day. Cup of tea, Kim, yeah, yeah. And behind my and back, they were sucking me. Oh, stop. Right, a now, now, this is horrible. I don't, again, I don't know what this sounds like. Um, mm. punctuated by the smoke alarm, I guess. Bring some levity to it. But I don't know if, it, if it's sat <laughs> watching this, because you can see the, the others kind of doing silly little kiddie faces. Rolling their eyes. Rolling their eyes. And so, yeah. But, um, and she is, she's almost in tears. Uh, she yeah. is clearly distraught. Uh, you couldn't act something like that. Um, we're nearly at the end now. Hang on. I'm telling you this now. If I hadn't Kim. had that rotten experience as a child... Why didn't you leave? Why didn't you leave? I wanted the money. There you okay. go. Now, Kim, I, I just a minute, Kim. And I thought... I... No, and there's no, they're, they're having a pop hey, as if to guess say... what? They're all in there for the money. Yeah. They're having a pop as if to say, oh, it's just about the money. Yeah, it was Big Brother. Why did yeah. I do I'm a Celebrity? I needed the money to get a deposit for a house. Why it, on that... earth would anyone put themselves through yeah. that otherwise? It's, 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 it's the money. But if you say it's for the money, when I came out of the jungle and I was asked a couple of times, why did you do it? I said, well, the first reason is because I needed the money. Someone took me to one side and said, well, actually, my sister said, look... I, we know that's the truth, but it does sound a bit vulgar, you know, if you're saying it's for the money. And I and I get yeah, that, but that's but, the honest... But the other reasons sound like lies, because yeah, they are. Yeah, All right, we're nearly there. We've got I want people to see the real me. Everyone knows that's bullshine. <laughs> I'm sure... When I was taken out of that room, I thought, do I go back down there and... Colleen is Draw on your childhood experience and, and toughen up. You did it, you, you got out of it. OK, Kim, And that's what I did. Kim, And she Kim, can say what she likes. She wants to I, draw a line under it. Well, she could, because she, she did it, didn't she? So I don't want to draw a line you under it. You don't want to. Because I will never forget what the likes of her and the seven others put me through. OK, well... I'll you... never forget it, never. But, um, Kim, it was every sad real... and awful, and it was bloody Kim, cruel. That's the reality. That's she real... sits there. 
Kim, that is don't, a reality don't. television. Live in there with them. Live in there, please. Right. And don't go by people you see on television. Please don't do that, folks. Um, don't go by what you see on television, a demure person. No, please do, because please that's what we live because for. Because I lose my temper, but I've got a good heart and soul. Well, she sits there. Okay, she's you've hired your nails. You've hired your Don't do it, folks. You've don't hired do your Don't do it to you. She's a con artist. Kim. Kim, I wouldn't want to sit and talk to lions. Well, I think that's like sad. I think we should have gone oh, lion. Yeah, not that's good. So you think what you like? A terrible thing to say. You're showing yourself in your true colours, Kim. You are showing yourself in your true colours. She is trash. She wants to crawl like she is trash. Anyone that was standing in a group of seven people and bully. Anyway, don't go anywhere, folks. Yeah. Flipping egg, Sally. That's it was, rough, it was, isn't it? It was when I watched the Big Brother clips and I thought, oh, yeah, you are a bit aggressive. But then when I watched the Loose Women, I thought, oh, you're ganging up on her. What else is she going to do but try and, one, defend herself? And there's four of you and one of her. And when she started crying, they're like, yeah, we know, yeah, rolling up. We rolling. heard this story every day. Okay. That was horrible. Wasn't it? You know, that's just cruel. That's not... No, that was not on. And then demeaning her because she cleans toilets. Yeah. I mean... That's, uh, that's not... No. Didn't look good. That's um, that's that's pretty grim. Um, I, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know who I blame for that, but that's... Uh, the, the, have we had... This is going to sound like a flippant question. It's a genuine question, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, Simon's tweeting me... Uh, Kim did the same to Schofield. It's on YouTube. Awful, awful woman. Okay. Well, she's. It would appear. I would get from that. She's got issues. Mm. And this is doesn't. This sounds like a flippant question. I don't mean it. But it's a genuine question. Being someone who has been on a reality television show and it did. It drove me nuts for six months. Right. Properly nuts. Catherine knows how nuts it drove me. Mm. It drove me nuts. Right. Has anyone killed themselves yet after doing oh. a, rea- a reality show? I'm sure there was a Big Brother. There contestant was, that did it, that 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 took their own life a year or so after coming out. Oh, and, and t- there was, but I mean, it's whether you can connect it yeah, to the thing, right? I but do, there was a reality star this summer, wasn't there? Was it Ex yeah, Love Island? Yeah, Love Island. Girl. Yeah, and her boyfriend. Uh, then her boyfriend a week later. Friend, yeah. Oh, here's the thing, right? Um, those shows are genuinely traumatic. I compared I'm a celebrity to taking LSD, and in, in, uh, in that it changed my perception of everything. Catherine knows, and and I had other stuff going on with the divorce and living in a flat and all of that, and trying to keep that under wraps. Mm. Um, but Catherine knows exactly how nuts I went, and, and I've kind of hinted at how nuts I went. You know, it, it, pretty much immediately when I got back home for like four or five months, I was, I was out of it, man. Yeah, doing crazy shiz, um, uh, and it they they. Those shows have the power to mess you up because it is such a strange... And it's not just the act of being in that show for three weeks. It's then what happens afterwards when you come out and then suddenly you're very, very, very famous. And here's the thing with you, is that you knew what the score was because you've worked in and around Big Brother for years. Um, And so... And it took you by surprise just the level of insanity that it you know yeah. that it leads to afterwards mm. people calling you by your first name when before you could walk down the street you walking into a place remember when we went in five guys and it was like i'd walked in with the queen oh yeah you can't even eat without yeah. people taking you know pictures of you which is lovely for some people but if you're feeling raw 
Mm. And also, Everything. And also for me, picked. it was because I'd, I'd moved out of my house quite a long time before I went in, and I went in saying, hey, I'm still married, you know. So I was trying to keep all of that stuff in a little box down because there. Because it was none of anyone's business. Uh, none of anyone's yeah. business. So, uh, you know, uh, so uh, what I'm trying to say is those shows can drive you nuts, right. and it's not a surprise that uh, it's obviously had an impact on Kim. Well, Vanessa, didn't Vanessa have yeah. a breakdown, didn't yeah. she? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And, and Les Dennis yeah. had a sort of, yeah. And it's if you've got stuff going on anyway... You can't, you can't hide anything, and it brings everything to the surface. Yeah, that was an uncomfortable um, watch. That... It really was. Uh, yeah, and it was. It was really uncomfortable. Here's the main thing: all that stuff was unnecessary. Mm. They didn't need to do any of that. They didn't need to start throwing stuff around. You know, calling her names and you know, calling her a witch. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you've lost the you've lost the higher ground. If you yeah. wanted to get her on to have a laugh at how you know yeah. cra- crackers she is. Well, question yourself about that in the first place. But then you don't go in like that. But then Colleen said, well, why are you here? Why, why have you come on? Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, hold on, you've invited her. Well, so why you are know, you on invi- it? You're getting paid and all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you've invited her and you're asking her why she's come on. I mean, uh, oh, I, I, it didn't sit right with me. I didn't like it. Sally, anyway. can I send you a nine-volt battery? <laughs> give, you, give us your address. Kodonk, I think Lady Kadonk is going to send me one. Oh, that's been up a doodah. <laughs> oh, dear, dirty. Thank you. Um, we've got some callers. Stay there. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Evening, weeknights from 10 till 1. Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle, The Late Night Alternative. Uh, you can listen to Talk Radio via DAB, download the app or any of the radio apps and go online, talkradio.co.uk. No YouTube, no Periscope for now. Uh, let's go to Nick. Good evening, Nick. Hi, uh, hi, Ian. Glad to see you back. Thank you, Nick. What you got uh, for us? Oh, that's been great. I'd just like to say... <laughs> he couldn't finish that sentence. <laughs> he couldn't lie. He was about to say it's been great with Kath and then he realised, no, I cannot <laughs> say that. I've been brought up properly. No, 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 no it was great. It was, it, it was great. It, it, everything's great. Oh, <laughs> You're a good lad. Thanks for your efforts, Nick. <laughs> Kim, Kim Woodburn was being picked on there. And as for Janet Street Slaughter, yeah, that's what her name really should be, yeah. Jan, Janet Street Slaughter, because yeah. that's what she tries to do. Um, she's just... Well, hang on. Are, are you... Are you not guilty there of doing what you're accusing some of the loose women of doing? Well, from... Well, bu- 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 bullying. Well, you... Getting personal. Yeah. Mm. I know, but... but Makes but, you think, but, doesn't it? I, I can remember... I can remember Janet Street Porter from the 80s, and she was... A, a strong, a strong, independent woman. I actually uh, thought in in I, I've always respected Janet Street Porter. I can't remember if I've met her or not. I feel uh, like I have, um, but she's she's always been she, the, the problem she had in the eighties was she was a woman when she's working in papers where there weren't any women in her job. And she, and she had the she committed the ultimate offence of not being sexy and not courting. Yeah, that. if she'd been a bloke, she'd have gone. Well, she's he's great. But I actually thought in that piece she was. She, I, I suspect I would like to say I would would have done more, but she was the only one who's kind of being trying to drive it along and. I I, I couldn't accuse her of... I can remember from Sunday afternoons when I was, like, a small boy. Well, don't let, that cloud, don't, let, let any... <laughs> don't let that cloud your judgment. Focus on what, what happened just she now. She never seemed to let anyone get a word in edge. Well, she did then. So let's, let, let's forget what happened 35 years ago. <laughs> and let's not call people names. And okay, let's okay. focus on what, what... Did you see it go out today? 
Uh, no, I didn't know. I've, I've, I've only I, 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 I turned your station on tonight, and I heard what came Woodburn, and also I've seen her on the right stuff as you were on the right stuff, yeah. and I, you know, she was also affected there. She's a very fragile lady. Kim Woodburn, very fragile lady, and I don't know why they uh, ask her to come on. Obviously, for the money, she, you know. She well, no, that's why she money, goes on because she's got to um, pay yeah. her rent and, and feed herself. That's her job well, is to go well, on telly. Well, that's fair enough. That's uh, that's fair enough. But she's a very fragile individual. Well, so then, whose responsibility is it to not put her in that scenario? Is it hers, or or, or is it the producers? Well, no, but I mean, from from what 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 you say, um, Janet Street Porter was dressed up as some sort of Judge Judy type uh, character. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that wouldn't hmm. have, you you know that wouldn't have been her idea, don't you? No, the producer's idea, I yeah. imagine. So they yeah. thought they were going to have a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't much fun, was it? Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'm going to have a look on YouTube. Go and have a little look at it. See if it's different with pictures, like the Nixon-Kennedy debate, where, where everyone who listened to it said Nixon won, and everyone who watched it said Kennedy won. Actually, when oh, you well, when you well, watch well, it, I think you'll see... Some... Hang on, Nick. Hang on, hang on. Nick, hang on. Go on, Kath. Oh. I think when you watch it, you'll see that Janet Street Porter is the only one trying to keep a little bit of, you know, sanity going. Well, that's another oxymoron. Some people think that uh, uh, um, Nixon was impeached, but he wasn't impeached. Mm-hmm. That's not, yeah, no, that's it, not it, what it, means, what you think it means. Another one of those... Uh, well, no, yeah. but I'm, I'm talking about a debate that happened 10 years or 12 years before he, was, he got booted out of the White House. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. okay, impeached. Yeah, okay. I've not, I've not used that word once tonight. <laughs> So don't tell me I'm using impeached incorrectly when I'm not using it. <laughs> no, no, no peaches, no, no peaches. peaches, no peaches, millions of peaches, peaches for me. Thank you, Nick. Let's go to Paul. Evening, Paul. Hello, Paul. Good evening, Ian. You all right, mate? I'm all right, Paul. What you got? Uh, I don't normally call in. I uh, call in. I just oh. normally uh, listen, but all this, all this talk of loose women is getting me going. Is it, Paul? Like, like the old times. Yes, he is. Okay. So what? What, what do you, you what do you mean, Paul? <laughs> don't, don't ask him because he'll actually tell you. Um, so yeah. So what would you like to contribute to tonight's discussion, Paul Harding? I, well, I'd prefer it if you didn't use my full name. Totally okay, honest. I will not call you Paul Arthur Harding then. I apologise. That I'm ringing up for the quiz you're doing, actually. Oh yeah, go on. What do you think the answer is? Well, just I've, I've only just switched on because I've, I've just finished work. But from what I can gather, it's you name a celebrity. And then we have to tell you if it's you tree or no you tree. Okay, thanks very much for your call. He's the I've got a dirty bumhole guy. Oh gosh! You should get that cleaned. Uh, it seems to be affecting his uh, speech. <laughs> He's funny. Phones like once every two years. <laughs> hello, Ben. Oh, hello, dude. You're all right. Oh, all right, Ben. What <laughs> yeah. you got, man? Well, I'll just I'll put the radio on. I that Nolan, whatever her name is, woman going on about we sold twenty five million albums. The Nolans, yes. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. Yeah. And um, it just infuriates me, because she's saying about 25 million albums. I'm sorry, I'm getting angry, but I looked up the, the sisters. 
and their biggest hit they didn't even write. She's going on about what talent Wait a minute. Got. We're not still arguing about... Okay. Glenn Campbell didn't write any of his hits, but you, you can't deny yeah, the majesty no, no, no. of Wichita what, Line, what, man. about talent? What talent they got, then? She was, don't, 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 but, but they sold 25 million records. Yeah, with somebody else writing the tunes. But well, 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 Glenn Campbell bad. sold she 70 million records with somebody else writing the tunes, but what, that doesn't mean anything. Not every well, singer right, writes their own tunes. Mick out of Jordan, then. She didn't write a novel. Right. You wouldn't get away with it in any other art form. All I'm saying is, if <laughs> no, no, but but, but singing, Rowling, being a singer, own... being a singer is 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 an art form. Interpreting other people's words and melodies is a skill. All I'm saying is, if she had said we were successful, you know that's fair enough. But, but she, she said we've sold 25 million talent, records. She was having, having a pop at yeah. that Kim woman. She said we've sold 25 million records, which is a fact. Right, right. But so, it doesn't mean what I'm saying is. Yes. It doesn't mean they've got immense talent. Gary Barlow's got talent. He writes the stuff for Take That. But the boys at Westlife, like every single number one, is a cover. Right. So they're successful. But they've but got not talent. Musicians or artists. Really. No, no, no. They're but they're talented singers. singers. What about the sing? What about the songwriters who can't sing? Does that, does that mean they're not talented? No, no, no. I, no, that. that, that no, that's talent, if you, if you ask me. All right, so they're allowed half a talent. Uh, Elton John doesn't write his own lyrics. They're allowed to have half an act. Ah, Elton John doesn't write his own lyrics, so is he only half talented? Well, he's not as talented as, as you know, someone like Paul McCartney, who wrote his own lyrics and the melodies. And, and, and he did the bass lines as well. All he's I'm a triple threat. She but... was, it, you know, to say what she was... Having a pop with that lady, what talent, what talent have you got? Yeah. But the lady was saying, we've sold 25 million albums. Yeah. Now, the, it's like Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi had a pop Axel Rose for being out of the game for years and years. But John Bon, yeah, bon Jovi didn't even write Living on a Prayer. <laughs> you give love a bad... They didn't write it. They he didn't needs to have a look at himself, Ben. Didn't he? Well, no, hold on a minute. Desmond Child wrote Living on a Prayer. Yep. Bon but he couldn't sing it. Yeah, but they're just all right. Well, people have a pop at Boys Own and Westlife for being boy bands with teams of songwriters. All I'm saying is, Axel Rose wrote most of the lyrics with Izzy Stradlin for the Guns N' Roses songs. They, 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 they. they yeah, but um, then it took Axel Rose twenty years to release the album Chinese Democracy, and he never turned up for concerts on time. Matter, and it was a rubbish it album. It doesn't matter. He was doing his own thing. Yeah, so, okay. a lot of drugs. All right, well, I think we've cleared that up, Ben. Thanks for your contribution. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Ta-ta. I enjoyed that call. I have no idea what it was about. It's like the kind of arguments you have in the fifth form at school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he don't write the songs. He don't... He's not... He don't write the songs. <laughs> but, uh, and, and but then you come back with, but he doesn't sing the songs. Yeah, yeah, but that don't matter. Paul, so Paul McCartney <laughs> is more talented than Elton John because he not only writes the songs, he sings the songs and he plays the bass. But he has done covers, so that takes away oh, some points. Oh, it's so confusing. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Jerry, stay there. You'll be the next caller. Uh, this is what, what a very peculiar hour. This is the late night alternative. Weeknights from ten o'clock until one o'clock at night with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Evening. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've been discussing loose women. It's uh, Michael Jackson's sixtieth birthday. Uh, it was a very bizarre clip of a, a woman ringing doorbells at three o'clock in the morning in America. Uh, lots to talk about, but uh, you, you're a regular listener. You will know that we love Imani Coppler on this show. She's brilliant. Um, and when I was in the States last week with my boys, she um, got in touch and said, can, can I meet your boys? Can I take them out? I was like, yeah. She even saw us having a melt. Get this, right? Um, she even saw 
that I was having a meltdown on Twitter and sent me an email saying, do you want me to take the boys off your hands for a couple of hours so you can have a rest? Imagine. Uh, and she, I adore her. And we went out and saw a movie. And uh, my kids, who are normally very shy around strangers, fell in love with her instantly, mainly because she was flossing um, in the street when we found her. When we found her, it makes it sound like some homeless. Um, anyway, she's got a new album coming out at some point. I'm releasing like a sort of best of on my label, but she's also got a new album coming out at some point. And she's very kindly been sending me tracks. And she said, I can play this. I've got to listen because there might be a swear word in it. Can't remember. Um, so this is an ex- this is world exclusive. No one has heard this. Never been played on the radio before. I've been told I've got to tell you it's a rough mix. So don't judge it on the mix. Um, but this is called Sage and it's by Marnie. And I think it's absolutely wonderful. Have some of this. Oh, hang on a minute. Why didn't you start at the beginning? Start at the beginning. Here we go. Here we go. I'm embarrassed by my anger. Ashamed of my misery. I could blame it on the state of the world. But it really all comes down to me. I don't know where to put it. Need another outlet. Why the hell can I make peace? What the hell is wrong with me? I don't want to be another loaded weapon Trying just to shoot my way to heaven I don't want to be another human racist Living just to justify my hatred Cause all it does is keep me in a cage Keep me in a rage I'm burning through a thick sick of sage Trying to put that demon in its place I'm sick of feeling anxious I'm tired of feeling loneliness When I can't see a smile in the world I've given into hopelessness Am I a part of the solution? Or am I just a problem? Why the hell can I be free? What the hell is haunting me? I don't want to be another loaded weapon Trying just to shoot my way to heaven I don't want to be another Living just to justify my hatred is all it does is keep me in a cage, keep me in a rage. I'm burning through a thick sized stick of sage, trying to put that demon in its place.
I'm burning through a thick size tip of sage. Try to put that demon in its place. Isn't it, though? It's great, that. It's great. So, she, so I'm bringing out, like, a sort of best of on my label. And then she's bringing out a new album. That's the first time it's ever been played. Thank you, Amani. I, I didn't tell you. You know when I had a little meltdown in New York? Uh-huh. She sent me an email saying, do you want me to take the kids off your hands for a few hours so you oh, can have a rest? I mean, that was never going to happen. But, but wasn't that kind of her? Wasn't that kind of her? So that is brilliant. And do you know what? She sent me a few more tracks. And maybe over the next couple of weeks, we'll kind of sneak a, th- a few out. Uh, right. Loose Women. Michael Jackson is 60 today. I don't know where we stand on Jackson. I don't know where we stand. On I'm his out. throat. I'm out. Um, yeah, because I, I, I don't know. Do we, do we know? Do we know if he was or wasn't? That's the thing. No, I, I just I don't know what the final score was. Um, so we can talk about that a little bit within the, you know, I don't want to get sued by the very litigious uh, Jackson uh, estate. Um, the doorbell lady, the loose women, loads of stuff to talk about. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Damien. Good evening, Ian. Kathy. Kathy, come home, please. Hey, Ian and Kathy. Kathy and Ian. Would you hey, like Kathy guys. with that? Kathy and Ian. Ian and Kathy. The Ian hey, and Kathy guys. show. Hey, welcome to the Ian and Kathy show. I'm Ian. Who's Kathy? Thank oh, you so much. You're Thank welcome. You so much. You're welcome, Damien. You're so welcome, Damien. Welcome. Welcome to the cabaret, Damien. Please take a seat. Would you like a glass of champagne? I would love a glass of champagne. Oh, will get a glass of champagne. Quick, get this boy a glass of champagne. I must go on stage in my stockings and suspenders and sing the song. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, i tell you what Dude. film I'm, I'm looking forward to. I've been thinking about it a lot. Well, I just wanted to bring up Hello? one one issue. Hello? I just wanted to bring up one issue. Okay, you don't want to. Okay, you don't want to respond to the. What's point? your issue, Damien? Yeah, let's hear your issue, Damien, so we can carry on with the conversation well, once you've gone. It's about world world pro- preservation. About world pro- preservation. Yes. Oh, this should be a quick one. <laughs> I, I watched a wonderful documentary on Yesterday Channel this afternoon. Hang on, hang on. What's the channel called? Yesterday this afternoon. Yeah, it was yesterday this afternoon. Hang on. Yeah. When, so when, but when did you watch it? I watched it this afternoon at about I 4 thought you watched it yesterday. No, it, it, the channel's called Yesterday on Digital TV. So the channel's called Yesterday on Digital it's TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to shorten that to make it snappier. They should call it just yeah, yesterday. Sorry, it's not Button sorry. 3, is it? Button 3 is um, anyway, ITV. It, it was a wonderful documentary about um, it was on yesterday, the country... Um, Guyana. It was on yesterday. In South America. Was it on yesterday? It was on today. Oh, but hang on. This is confusing. I thought you said it was on yesterday. (laughs) It was on the channel yesterday. Which channel? Today on channel 19. Okay. So, hang on. This is suddenly turning into an Abbott and Costello sketch. So when was it... (laughs) First of all, what was it on? It was on the channel... Okay, well, which channel? Channel 19 on digital TV. Okay, so but okay, so when was it on? Today. I thought you said it was on yesterday. No, it was on the channel yesterday. Well, okay, hang on a minute. So it was on the channel yesterday, but now you're saying it was on today. <laughs> Make your mind up. Yeah, yeah. All right, right, all right. Let's, let's, let's a simple question. When did you watch this documentary? Today. Okay, and what channel? What was the name of the channel it was on? Yesterday. No, I wanted to know. No. It's not why I asked. I asked what channel it was on. You've already told us you watched it today. <laughs> now you're saying nowhere. you watched it yesterday. Make your mind up. <laughs> Catherine, you have a go, because I can't get nowhere with this muppet. I feel like I've Catherine. missed it. What? It was on It was on 
Channel 19 on digital TV. It's called On Digital TV. It's, on, it's called On Digital called TV. And the called Yesterday. Well, no, I don't want to know. We've not got to the one you watched it yet. I want to know what was the name of the channel <laughs> you watched it on? Channel 19 on Digital TV. That's not a channel. What it was, was the name of the channel? Nineteen on digital TV. Is the channel's called Channel Nineteen on digital TV. That's what it's called. Yeah. All right. And okay. But when anyway, did you when did you see it? This afternoon at four o'clock. And just give me the uh, name of the channel it was on. I can't tell you that. Because okay, that's my information. Good. We can move on. I'm going to look <laughs> it up. I'm going to Google it. But anyway, it was on about it was on about the country. Can I say that last that last three minutes is the, the very reason that. Some people love this show. It's also the very reason that a lot of people hate this show. It was all summed up in that last 180 seconds. So... And do you know what? We hate them. Yes, God, David. Sorry, least I'm not talking about. At least I'm not talking about Brexit. Well, funnily enough, go on. Yeah. Anyway, so this channel, this program was on about Guyana, and it was um, Steve, Steve, Steve Bucknell, Steve Bushnell. Um... <laughs> I don't know. You saw it. Yeah, Steve Brookstein. But... <laughs> Yeah, that's him. That's him. Yeah, he was exploring all the all the jungles and the rivers, and it was fantastic. And at the end of the show, they said this country actually produces the most oxygen out of any rainforest in the whole world. Guyana, wow, in South America. I would love to see that show. When when did you see it? it? Was it was fantastic. It was on this afternoon. Was it? it was on this afternoon. But what was the name of the channel it was on? It was on yesterday. No, hang on a minute. <laughs> you just said it was on this afternoon. It was on this afternoon. So that was the name was of the channel. channel. And when you watched it yesterday, and it's on channel called on this, it's called this afternoon. No, it was on this afternoon at about four p.m. But the channel is called Y E A yesterday. It's called what? I can't say it again. Okay. Well, brilliant. Thanks very much for your call, Damien. I really got a lot out of that. I don't believe that show was ever on. I think, well, apparently it's on tomorrow. Oh, sorry. <laughs> very, that's the reason. The thing is, I really want to see it now. That's, I don't sound boring. That's the reason people love us and why they hate us. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to, what was I going to say? I was going to say something before he rudely ignored me you saying. You were going to say, um, doesn't matter. None of this matters. Oh, what film I'm excited about! Oh yeah, Sam. Sam listens. I want Sam to be my producer and my co-host and my best friend. Um, Unfortunately, he hates you. <laughs> I can work around that. Apparently um, so. Well, it worked with you. I uh, did it. I'm looking forward to seeing this. And I've been thinking that it's a lot. Right. It's a controversial movie. It's a remake of a remake. I'm looking forward to seeing the remake of the remake. Of When a Star is Born, starring Lady Gaga. Yeah, I am, because I couldn't stand the second one. Yeah, it's too long, it's too long, and the songs, weren't, the songs weren't good enough, it's too long. And I loved me a bit of Barbara. She's so beautiful. I love me a bit of Chris Christopherson. he's so beautiful. Yes. But together, that was dull. Yeah, that was, that was, not, a great, it was not a great movie. It goes on too long. Uh, and the first Although, one, did you see Gaga's um, documentary thing? No, I watched the first ten minutes and I thought oh, it was rubbish. But I'm, and I won't watch the first When a Star Is Born because it's in black and white. Um, so I'm, I'm looking. I'm actually looking forward to it because it's a great story. You know the story. It's about he. Well, the, the, is, it, is it has been in the past? Who knows? They might swap the gender roles around. It's an established star who's on his way down who finds um, a star who's on her way up, and sh- her career eclipses his career, and he can't handle it. 
You can't handle the truth, Lady Gaga. So, um, so who knows? Maybe it'll be maybe it'll be role reversal. He'll be wearing um, the bacon butty dress, and she'll be in a downward. Bunk. Who is who is he in this scenario? He's the he's the he's her husband. He's her no, lover in I the mean, film. Who is playing him? Oh, I've I've got no idea. I want to say um, Tom Cruise, the tiny little guy with the afro. Tom Cruise in an afro. No, the tiny, tiny wee man. Oh, Bruno Mars. Ah, she got it from my dancing! You got it from my dancing! Yeah, that's good dancing. I express myself through the medium of dance. I don't think it is him, but I, I want to say it is, because that would be that would be it. What a great on-screen pairing that would be. Lady Gaga and Mars. He's not got the gravitas and she's too old for him. <laughs> Makeup, darling. Makeup. And they can put him on a box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Bradley Cooper. Oh. Oh, he's a dreamboat. No, doesn't... He's a dreamboat. Just he's doesn't like, push my buttons. Oh, I don't know if you've got any buttons. Oh, oh I have. Let's have a look. No. OK. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Some show tonight. Shows since we... But let's say someone has... Um, Posted. The guy who's got Paul Carf as his Twitter thing. Um, Sonny. Hmm? Sonny4321. Sonny. Sonny says, can I just say, since your break, you sound so much fresher, funnier, funnier, and dare I say it, happier. It's almost as though your voice or the show itself is an octave higher. What What does... What's... What's... What does that even... Oh, guy's an idiot. <laughs> uh, peace and love. I think it's partly because the, 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 the camera isn't on us so much. So we, we, there's a little bit of freedom there. And do you know what, guys? I'm happy today. I'm happy today. I tell you why I'm happy today. You know I'm happy. My sofa's arrived! I've got sofas! You're listening to a man who can finally sit down. I can sit down! I can sit and watch movies, and it's not on an office chair or a really uncomfortable beanbag. I can play PlayStation. I can stream me playing PlayStation. I can play my dancing record player right next to my sofas. Sofa guy came this morning at 9.25 and delivered my sofas. But what makes a sofa look super nice? Um, me, stretched out on it, naked. No. For the ladies. No. And you know what? I'm single again, in my 40s, so maybe for the gents as well. Let's try. Get down there, son. And when I say son, I meant an, an adult man in his mid-30s at the very, very latest, and I'm not even talking about role-play. It's because I was doing that American kind of voice, and they'd say, yeah, son. So I wasn't in any way implying anything like that. That was not even a thing. God, no. How could you even think that about me for even a second? No. What I meant was, and let me be very, very clear. I didn't, I meant 35 is the lowest I'm going to go. 35. And I know, I know I've got another. I've got another six, 16 years beneath that I could go. Please, I've got that maths right. But though 35. I've got another 16-year window. And I'm not even looking through that 16-year window because I don't want anything to do with that, right? I'm, I'm looking at the 35 and above, the 35 and above window of um, having sex with men. Not, I'm not even having sex with men. It started out as a flippant comment and now you're judging me. You're judging me. Don't judge me. I'm not having sex with men. What I'm saying is, if I were to have sex with men, they would be of legal age. Not only would they be of legal age, they'd be at least 16 years above the legal age. 
I'm glad we've got that sorted out. I bought him some cushions. I just wanted him to say thank you for the cushions and that they look nice. Let's That's go. I was after. Let's go to Jerry. Hello. Hello, Jerry. Thanks for this. This means they're disgusting. They're like a woman thrown to the water. Fence lions. It was disgusting. Who is this? Hang on. Who is disgusting? These gang gang of these women. They were malicious and vicious. They were just looking like a bear pit. And she just wanted to take him out of it. You wanted to burp a racist? No. Loose women, it was like a bear pit. Oh, I thought you said you wanted to burp a racist. OK. They knew like what they were doing. They told the producer they were a chitty care. the producer they were a chitty care. Why produced today's episode of um, Loose Women? It's not Christo, is it? It was, um, it was, it was certainly a very unpleasant watch. It was it supposed was to be a fun, frothy show, and it generally is, um, but that It's also was supposed not. to be about sisterhood and that. That was no enjoyable, and it was really uncomfortable. Even for me, I didn't watch a lot of stuff, but that was uncomfortable. I even tweeted to him, telling me, you know, just a GG care. No. And the truth of the cast of guests. If it didn't to the next couple of days, they didn't get directly to blame. I think there will be a lot of Ofcom complaints... That one stands a good chance of getting upheld. The thing that, the thing that, hang on, the thing that makes me think that perhaps it won't get upheld is that she came out swinging first. That's the that's the one thing where you could go, hmm, oh, but it was still four against one. I had a bit dated. I found the group files about me. The group files and used and letters. And you said, I lay on the floor. Made the phone call to a local radio show, saying there was knowledge has to drop. That's what I to you. You're lying on the floor with vowels around you, listening to a local radio show. <laughs> no, it's talking generally to radio shows, and I've been to a show. It's not local, it's national. It's your radio show. That's what it's confusing. Oh, man, I can't understand you very well tonight, Joe. I'm, I, think I'm, I think I'm going deaf, so this makes that whole thing... I'm sorry, I'm really wound up too. Oh, I can't. Are you getting this? I phoned a local radio show. Yeah, you phoned the local radio, radio show. show. Yeah. It's not local. Who's who? Me. And they hear me. I should just have to have to stick on the floor. Oh, anyone who heard that tape? New Jerry, I'm getting none of this tonight, man. I'm afraid. Hey, living looks, living looks, biker, biker. Bye. Give us a call to hey buddy. Listen, man, and let's, and I'm really sorry. It's it's always a little bit harder on the phone, but know that we love your calls, and this is not in any way a judgment no, no, on you. And it's it all it is is a judgment on your shitty disease that yeah. is that we hate almost as much as you do, man. No, I hate to say to you, but okay, I'm actually that's what I get to. Bye, bye, bye. Thank speak you. to us. Speak to us tomorrow. Thank you. Um, maybe I don't know if you could, can you smoke like a fat doobie or something before you come on. Would that help? I'd love to. Does, does, would smoking a joint help you? It does. It gives me. It relaxes me. It relaxes me. Yeah, my best night sleeping there's a bong. A uh, bong. I've had a bong twice. I've been called this. And did the bong help you? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, no man. No man. I would. I would imagine relax. cocaine wouldn't. Although it'd be interesting to see. Um, but um. Then, then, God damn it! Why the hell is it this guy like, getting bongs mm, on bongs. the NHS? I don't want the eye. I just want to relax. It's criminal. I beer, beer, yeah, get beer and smash, get smash people up, and if I can't relax. I can't relax. Just cannabis. This yeah. country's messed up. Messed. 
I'm going to send you in. I'm going to send you in. I'm going to. I'm going to send you in a bong. I'm going to send you in an ounce of weed, and you're going to smoke that baby, and you're going to get high, and you're going to phone up and you go, "Hey, I just want to say thanks for the gift." Figure we need to listen. Stop. Stop being. Idiots and listen. People need. People in desperate need this drug. Make it legal. No, they should. They certainly. Well, I think they should, and certainly, you know, if it helps, if it helps people like you, then come on, man. Also, if it doesn't help people like you, make you feel a little bit better about the crappy situation you're in. Jerry, we're going to do a GoFundMe to get you like a bong, but a really nice bong, okay? A bing bong. All right, man. Listen, give us a call tomorrow. Thank you. Take care. Thank you, mate. Tata, we're going to do a GoFundMe. Get him a bong. We're going to get him. Uh, we're going to hook him up with a with a man who's going to uh, every week. That man is just going to turn up. Oh, come to see Jerry. Oh yeah, who? Are, none, of your, none of your effing business. Well, none of your effing business, biatch. <gasps> you let me in, and he just goes in and he sets up the bong for Jerry. It's the first one he's got to set up. I don't for think Jerry. he needs to be rude. First one, he he's a drug dealer. Is is? Are they always rude? He, they are always rude. Oh, gosh, they're always rude. So, wonder they get any business? We, we want Good the, job. It's Moorish, isn't it? We want the drugs. Mm. Uh, you have to set up the first bong for Jerry because Jerry's going to be shaking. But two or three hits on that. Uh, uh, I can do the rest, man. You get out of here. And the guy goes and Jerry's just there. Why has Jerry night. turned into an American? Because he's high, man. Oh, is that what happens? So high, man. So, so flippin' high, man. So high on... I don't want him ringing up like that. Boring. So high on drugs, man. I just want to phone up. Talk to you about uh, alien abduction, man. Hey, by the way, should we get? That's some... like um, the sort of acting they do in Hollyoaks when they're pretending to be drunk. On yeah, them. yeah. Thank you, man. Well um, we're going to get some alien abductees on the show. I've joined a couple of alien abduction groups on Facebook, so we're going to. There's get... a flaw in that plan. Huh? They came back. Yeah. Oh. Well, they were abducted and released. Oh right. Like the, the like that model. Oh. They were abducted. Too she... soon, mate. Okay. Okay. If you say so. Good evening, uh, Ray. Hey. Too slow. You've got to be quicker. Um, now, Mo, listen. Are you there, Mo? Yeah. Okay. Listen, I I kind of put a ban on you phoning in because I found your calls to be um, there was nothing I could work with. I couldn't I couldn't be creative with them. I couldn't get anything interesting or humorous out of them. There was just there was just a meanness about your call that I couldn't work with, right? So you phoned mm-hmm. up today, and you know you phoned up a few times, and we see the name flash up, and we kind of ignore it. And you phoned up today, and I said to Sam, "Go on, Sam, let's put him through tonight," because I thought I'd give you one more chance, man. If you're just going to phone up and have a little pop and have a dig and be rude at me, then I think we're done. I, I think we're done because I can't get any humour out of that and my job is to, to to get humour out of stuff and I can't do that but if you've called up to have a chat I am totally totally cool with that man so it's it's, it's up to you no it's actually not been a bad show today I actually like the song you put on okay there we go that's great that's positive so positive number one no there's nothing we need to be negative about today your show is getting better that as a dig. Uh, that's it. That okay. I'm going to take that as a compliment. I'm going to take that on board. Thank you, Mo. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. So what yeah, would you? When you went out into a holiday to America and you came back. Yeah, that's that's kind how, of better, to be honest. Holidays work. So what would you like to talk about tonight, Mo? Did you watch that boxing match at the YouTubers? Uh, I, the only footage I've seen from those um, uh, YouTubers is the uh, footage that Nico Omilana, friend of the show. Um, shot where he tried to infiltrate the stage. So I, I didn't really watch it. I don't know who the English gentleman is. 
Um, I only know the other gentleman because of the controversy. I was surprised at the crowds, the huge crowds. YouTube is getting bigger, isn't it? Um, well, I, su- I suppose it is for, for some people. For, for, you know, it, 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 as much as sometimes if you ask a 10-year-old what they want to do when they grow up, they say, I want to be a YouTuber, which is incredible. Are you a YouTuber, Ian? I have a YouTube channel. I wouldn't class my... I've got 5,000 subscribers, so no, I wouldn't class myself as a YouTuber. It's not what I do, but I, d- I do it as a little hobby. And why don't you be a YouTuber? You get much more views. Um, why don't I do YouTube? Why don't you make a YouTube channel? You get I, a lot of views. I have... I, I literally just said that I, that's what I've done, yeah. I've got, I've got a YouTube channel I have done for a couple of years now. Yeah, but why don't you make like, actual vlogs and actual YouTube channel? Because it's not my job. This is my job, and, and I do other stuff, and I'm going to be making more stuff for YouTube, and I'm going to be doing a little bit of Patreon. And, um, I, but, I, was, I don't, you know, I, I've been doing some Facebook Lives and some live streaming on YouTube recently. I'm playing around with stuff a bit. Do you oh, YouTube, God. Mo? No, nah, I'm not a YouTuber. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, what, did you think, show, what did you think of the, uh, the boxing match between... Um, Logan Paul and the other gentleman. It Mr. was Rex. great, man. You enjoyed it. Why did you enjoy it? You. Just because I watch people punch each other. It's fun. Um, it, it, loads of people, more people watched it for free on a bootleg stream on Twitch uh, than, they, <laughs> That's quite sad, than they did pay for it on YouTube. That's quite sad. Yeah. Well, Same on the people that watched it for free. Well, you know, um, I think they made enough money on ticket sales. That place was rammed. Front row seats yeah, for five hundred like, quid. You ruin the sport, don't you? Sorry, you ruin the sport when you just steal off Twitch. Well, I don't. Well, okay, I, yes, I think you should pay for movies and music and, and art and sport. Yes, um, but but boxing seems to be doing okay with people. You know, a few people ripping it off. Don't condone it. But I, you know, it's like people saying, "Well, if you watch a movie illegally online, you're stealing from Hollywood." Well, Tom Cruise is doing all right, isn't he? Yeah, but still, don't you think it kills the industry a bit, pirating and kills well, jobs? Well, they've been... Let's talk... I know more about films, and, and they've been saying since the 80s, since the home video cassette, that um, pirating movies was killing uh, the, the movie industry. Well, that was 35 years ago, and the movie industry is, is still doing great. But still, it sort of killed... Don't you think it kills jobs, like people who work in the music? I don't, the, know if it kills jobs. I don't know if it kills jobs, but yes, I do think that you should you should pay for the art uh, that you um, that you digest. I think that is um, is only fair and reasonable, definitely. Yeah, well said. All right, man. Nice one, man. Thank you. Cheers, man. Cheers. Bye, bye. Um, little turning point there. Little turning point. Let's see. You suspicious old sock. You are a suspicious old sock. Uh, Ray, stay there. Oh three, but and be ready to go as soon as we go to you. Because there's any delay, you're being cut off. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Let's go to Ray. Too slow. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hey, thank you, David, for this. So earlier on, just before the show, I tweeted um, really menacing clip. Seven-second clip, um, like black-and-white footage from, you know those Ring 
doorbells. We got one, but it didn't, didn't work on our house because the Wi-Fi was rubbish. Where basically, if someone approaches, you can have it set to either just operate if you press the button, or if someone approaches, um, and it triggers the camera. So it means you get an alert on your phone. Someone's at your house, and you can look and go, and you can talk to them through the. the yeah, I can never get it to work, or it will, will film it. And there was footage of a young woman, 23, 24, it's hard to tell. Um, looks like she's just wearing a T-shirt, barefoot. It looks like she's got broken handcuffs on. It's hard to tell. And she runs up to this thing and it starts, as she gets about 10 feet to the door, she rings the doorbell and then runs off. And apparently she was ringing doorbells all, up and down that street. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. People didn't know who she was. Well, David just sent me this. So I haven't got any time to fact check it. And who cares about fact checking these days? David sent me this thing. It's a tweet from Scott Spencer, who shared the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office Facebook post, I guess. I'm not sure. And it's about this woman. It identifies the woman. Have you seen, have you seen mm. this? Okay. No. On August 29th, 2018, about 11 a.m., the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office received a welfare check call in the um, uh, 18400 block of Sunrise Pines in the Sunrise Ranch Division. Deputies received information a male... Deputies received information a male made suicidal comments. When deputies arrived on scene, they could not get an answer to the door, at the door and due to the circumstances made forced entry into the home. A man was found deceased inside the home. The male was identified as a 49-year-old white male. The preliminary cause of death is believed to be a single gunshot wound. The deceased's girlfriend, a 32-year-old white female, who was not on the scene when deputies arrived, is confirmed to be the female in the doorbell ring video. Due to the female's status as a family violence victim, the female's identity cannot be released at this time. The female is confirmed to be safe and with family. The investigation will continue. Gosh. So here's the story I make up in my head from that, and I'm, I'm making all of this up. He was holding her prisoner. She escaped. He panicked. He killed himself. That's the story I make up in my head. No idea if that's based on truth, anything, but that's is that where your head's going? That yeah, kind the of hand, vibe? the handcuffs and the fact she'd run out of the house with virtually no clothes on and, she was, and the desperation involved in ringing people's doorbells that you don't know at 3 a.m all points to that kind of escape narrative, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Mm. There's so much weird stuff going on. Um, I'm not sure it's any weirder than ever it was before. It's just no, that these days we document I don't everything. think it is any weirder than it is before. I really don't. When you look at uh, Fritzel, Fritzel started, what, about 40 years ago? 40 years ago, you know. Poor girl. Um, can you take that second call, Sam, and say, please don't phone anymore. We're not going to take calls from that person. Would you mind? Because, um, just, yeah, if you wouldn't mind, thank you. I, I, I don't want to get involved in that scene. That, that, that ship has um, sailed. Evening, Ray. Good evening, evening, well evening, done. evening. Well done, dude. You've got to be on the ball, man. We're a busy, God, we're a busy, busy God. show. It's ridiculous how quick it, you've got to be these days. You've got, isn't it? It's outrageous. It's like within well, within five minutes of someone saying hello, you've got to be so quick. 
Catherine, five minutes, it was literally about 0.4 of a second. Oh, well, literally wasn't, but carry on. <laughs> uh, well, I, d- I did have two things that I wanted to say, but I- I've now got three, so I don't know how many I'm going to get. Nor get do we. Through. That's the beauty it's, of this show. Don't, don't yeah, give us numbers, just say it. Come on. Well, the first thing is, um, I- I've, been, I've had a day off today, and it's been a traumatic couple of first weeks in my new job. Uh, I'm now fully qualified. Right. To look after people between the ages of 18 to, 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 to 21 behind bars. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so I've just left the pub, haven't been in there for about seven hours. And uh, as I was walking home, I was thinking, God, I can't find my phone. I checked every single pocket and I realised it was actually on my ear because I was on hold. Because you were no, not because well, you, no, 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 don't let, don't blame on us. Not because you're on hold to us, because you were drunk. Well, I've had a few. Yeah, exactly. You've been you're seven hours, man. <laughs> yeah. So don't don't well, blame was... you being a drunken idiot on us. That's your thing. All right. Next, I was, and that was the one that sort of came. I wasn't going to talk about that. The next one was um, the idiot who's the ex-radio um, presenter sort of person that has been twittering today to your listeners and vice versa. Oh, let's, I don't even want to go there. Don't even want to go there. OK. Don't even go there. No, let's not give him the air time. Go on, what's number three? Okay, yeah. Number three was um, I, I took my kids to Bath over the weekend. Were they dirty? <laughs> but Bath as in the place. OK, Bath, as we call and, it. Uh, yeah. Thank you. And had a great time over the weekend. Uh, and I happened to show them a photo because I was just going through photos. And I don't know if you know this, but I, I've seen you a few times at Rabbit Holes. OK. But until recently, I've never, never, never asked for a photo. But I did in Manchester. OK. Surprised you remember it, but and, OK. And so I, I showed them that. And their reply was, well, you're a bit of a stalker. Funny, funny if, they, if, if they could have heard the conversation me and Kat were having <laughs> just a few minutes ago. So I, I said to them, that's a bit rude. So do you know what I did to get back at them? Put them in the shower. No, I, I booked tickets for Bath, so I'm coming to see you Bath hey! in November. That'll prove them wrong then, won't it? Yeah. Exactly right, Catherine. And do you know what? I'm going to try and invite my daughter, because I think she needs to come and suffer it as well. OK. Well, Ray, we look forward That's to... That's all I've got. We look forward to imposing a 500-foot um, restriction order. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Bath is almost sold out. Bath isn't until November, right? The Rondo Theatre. Such a great theatre, isn't it? Yes. It's lovely. And they're Lovely so, raking. Uh, it's really good raking. I'm a big fan of raking. Uh, not raking. Um, and it's such a good theatre. And um, we played there last year. I guess it was last year, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And we're going back this November, I think. And it's we've sold out about two-thirds of the tickets for a show in November that we haven't even talked about. Much. And it's up a massive hill. So yeah. thanks, everyone. Uh, if you want to go, ianlee.com slash event ianlee.com slash event for the, the, the show in, uh, in Bath. Um, we're also in Glasgow this Sunday at four o'clock and Edinburgh this Saturday at four o'clock. And no one's coming to that. Not many. So, um, not many. If you're available. I think my um, stepmom's coming. Oh, is she? You met my stepmom, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, she's yeah, yeah. lovely. I think she's coming. But let's not swear. I don't want to swear in front of her. She's nice. She was married to my dad. So, yeah, so she's suffered enough. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
um, it's weird, my stepmom, because I don't really know her. And I text her from time to time. But I always feel, and I've told her this, I, I feel a little bit guilty messaging her because I've got a real mum. Yeah. And I didn't meet my stepmom until, um, until my dad was dying, you know. Uh, and then she, and she's, she's been nothing but lovely to me, nothing but helpful and accommodating. And um, that she's got two daughters and my stepsisters and she's got a son who's my stepbrother. And I don't really, I don't really... Are they your step or are they half? Half, half sorry, half, thank you. Uh, half, yes. Um, and I don't really speak to them because I, I, I'm aware that I'm significantly older than them. Like, they're in their 20s. I'm in my 40s. And I don't know what my relationship is, is or is supposed to be with them. Maybe you, you're listening... It's, Kind of a unique situation, but actually probably not unique. I'm sure lots of you have been in this. So I don't really speak to them very often. I do know that when I came out of the jungle that one of my half-sisters had written a really nice piece about me because people were slagging me off and she wrote this thing, just like a blog online. It might have been in the Scottish paper, just saying, leave my brother alone, <laughs> which I thought was great. I thought was great. And they're lovely, lovely people. And, um, and they do think a lot of you, I think. But you know I'm not very good at relationships, so a weird relationship with some people that I only met when my dad was dying. And I'd always said up until that point, I don't want to know anything about those bastards. I don't want to know anything about those people, you know. Um, and it turns out they were lovely and they welcomed me into their home and they are delightful. And I don't know, maybe my, now my life is a little bit more settled and this is, is the dust is settling. Maybe I'll, um, I don't know. Well, when we go... Maybe I'll have this it... conversation with Margaret when I go up there. Why don't we take her out for dinner? Um, or you take her out and I'll go and get lost. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I, I don't think so because we haven't got much time when we're up there. So I, no, 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 no. Okay. Come, come on. Um, I want to. I want to um, look for ladies up there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I joke about. That. I don't really. I don't, no, I don't. Um, but I wouldn't mind um, seeing if I can get my caber tossed. Oh God! Fancy that? Oh, I don't know why I'm involved in that. Just no, no, no. It's not what you think. It's just, it's just um, you just toss off wood. I don't do manual labour. I'll, I'll, I'll get some wood and you just bring it off. My hand. Flipping it. Yeah. Ian. What? It's just a little bit of sexy fun. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. Let us conduct. A little, tiny, tiny little experiment. I want to conduct an experiment. Who are, what, are you on Twitter, Catherine? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to start following you. What's, what's your name? What, who, what's I your... don't think I want you to follow me. I think I might have blocked you. Okay. At Flippin' Kath, right? No, what are you doing? At Flippin', with no G, Kath, with a K, right? She's... How many followers have you got? We're gonna get we're gonna get you another five hundred followers tonight. We're doing it tonight. But, but, we're getting you five hundred followers. But at tonight. the moment, I've got quality people, doctor, no. doctors and lawyers and such. I don't know if I want any more. <laughs> Great, you fop, you workshire fop. Okay, that's a, that's a, a reference for old people. Okay, guys, let's see if we can get at flipping cats followers up by. I put five. Can everyone please follow at Flipping Cat? This, this. What for? What? what? No, I feel it's like a social experiment. It's like when those um, lazy teachers 
um, tweet a picture and saying, I, I'm showing my my class about global warming, not global warming, mainstream media. What's the thing? Um, social media. Social media and uh, how things can go viral. So could you please retweet this picture? I never retweet any of those. Do you know why? Because I don't believe them. I think that those people that do the, that thing, I think they're paedophiles. Oh. I think it's a sex... Uh, I genuinely, this isn't even me doing a thing now. I genuinely believe those people. It's like um, when people uh, tweet a picture to Donald Trump of Jimmy Savile and say, "My granddad's a big fan. Could you wish him a happy birthday?" And he does. I think the people holding up the sign saying, "How many people will retweet this?" They're not teachers. They are sex criminals, and they're using it to groom via social media. So I never retweet those guys and i suggest that you don't sam and i'm ordering you not to Catherine. you don't order me uh, yeah i do mate oh you don't yeah just just uh-uh. yes, yes no, mate. No, yeah, no. Buddy. Nope. yes buddy no yes buddy i'm on with you i don't want to eat all things that's not even words here we go but you understood it because we're on the level i understand that you're a knob i understand uh, okay i'm gonna stop myself there and that shows i'm a i'm a bit learning to be a gentleman because i was gonna say i understand you love knob but Whoa! that's I stop myself saying it. You don't know about my relationship with Nob. Whoa! Um, let's go to... He was a new caller. Now he's a medium caller. It's Ricardo. Oh, hello. Uh, I hello? C-R-D-O, com. I know a different Ricardo. Hi. You're not him. Oh, my lovely, uh, lovely couple. This is the Elephant yeah, and Castle, Ricardo, couple. isn't it? Um, yes, and you was, you was telling me about the... Uh, you wanted to know... Well, you've got it now, haven't this you? This is the oh, Elephant so. and Castle, Ricardo! Right. I love him! He's my favourite, Ricardo, apart from the one I actually know. Right. Now, what is it you wanted to say to me? And also, you wanted to, um, you said he was going to phone back, and you didn't, did you? No, I said you could phone back. And I'll tell you what I wanted to say oh, to okay. you. Well, Why I'll did you back. murder yeah. my brother? <laughs> now, have you got evidence of that? Yes, mate, have I have! He's got no brother. What? what? Huh? My brother's in the ground, six feet under, he's no, in the sea. This is, no, no, this is supposed to be a serious station, isn't it? Uh, Who said that? Because I, I, keep, I, I keep on, I keep uh, wondering, why, why does she keep on laughing? Why does she keep on I laughing? I don't know, why does she, she keep on, she? hey, on, we're talking, the blokes are talking. She cats more than Hey, the bloke, the men are talking. Why is he saying that? <laughs> Go and stitch my socks. I don't know why she keeps laughing, Ricardo. I keep zi- uh, um, I think, putting tape think, over I, her mouth. She keeps pulling it off. What? I think you're tickling, uh, tickling her with your fingers, aren't you? What? Well, what <laughs> else would you tickle someone with? Well, you could tickle them with, a, uh, I don't know, um, uh, tickling powder, is it? Tickling powder, you say? Tickling powder. It was itching powder. I don't know. No, no, not itching powder. They didn't invent tickling powder. Laughing, laughing gas. Laughing gas. I'm tickling her with laughing gas. This all sounds like a lot more fun than I'm having now. Basically, you're saying you want me to drug my female co-host. No, no. You can't do that anymore. It's not the 1990s. I'm very against teaholics. Keyaholics, so, you know, people addicted yeah, to keys. Okay. Because, um, um, is there is actually is there any um, what do they call it, uh, um, rehabilitation places for keyaholics? No, no, there's not, I'm afraid. And that's it's a great. I've not got a clue. If I just keep talking, he can't talk. Um, uh, There's oh no, it turns out he can. Uh, There is. It's it's a it's a factor. A you notice I'm not laughing now, Ricardo. A sector. Well, I'm not tickling you with uh, tickling powder. I want to hear you. Well, I'm waiting to hear her laugh. And go on, then say something funny. Hmm? I say something funny. Um, Okay. um, Let me think now. Um, Sorry, you have to bear with me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to. I want to know. Um, 
what love is. You had, yeah, you had a little, you had a little thing about um, someone, a uh, 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 contestant, uh, ringing up and saying that he, he got his phone stolen. A contestant phoned up and said he had his phone stolen. Yes. Well, not contestant. I, you know the words better than me. You're more qualified. And Alan Caddick. Yes. You've got a PhD. You've got a PhD in in making tea. I've got a PhD so, in making tea. Yeah, I, I but was. What does the tea stand you know, for? Eh? Yes. Yeah, see? So, therefore, you know, you know how to put the milk in first and, mm, and then and the sugar. Mm, oh, and, what uh, kind of pervert are you? I'm controversial. You'd only put... When you're making a mug of tea, you put the milk in after. If you're doing posh tea with your finest china in a teapot, then the milk goes in first. Yeah, All it's right? Taking you 20, it's taking you 20 years to learn how to make uh, make tea, you know? Yeah, well, I'll make it bloody, you, you, bloody well, mate. You, 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 Right, and, and you've got a PhD for it, so what no. can I say about that? What can okay. I say to make you love me? I love you, right? Oh, you know, buddy, I, I love you, man. I love you. What do you yeah. want, brother murderer? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, uh, I, I wouldn't do that, think nothing like that. I, I wouldn't harm anyone. But you, have you ever thought um, about killing someone? Because I have. I am now. No, 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 I haven't got it in me. Have you never considered it. what it would feel like to kill someone? That's a serious get, human question, because I, I have. I, an, I do. I get annoyed. I get angry, and I've just. No, but I'm not even of, talking about that. That's weird, mate. And I try go and no, see I someone. Think, no, I'm not no, thinking I about don't... murdering a specific person that annoys me. But just have you never laid in bed at three o'clock in the morning, going, "What would it feel like to actually kill someone?" And then the after effects. Could I live with the guilt and the shame? What, have you never got, gone through like a murder in your head? No. Ooh. Not that I can. Not that I can recall now, Catherine. I don't think like that. A murder. Yeah. Mm. You said that a little bit too... Not a murder, but, you know. Okay. How did this subject get onto that? You brought it up, brother killer. No, I didn't. You murdered my brother. (laughs) You were... (laughs) What did you call him for? Yeah, I wanted to say spice it. You could spice up the show a bit. You're very good at it. And I just want to, you know... Spice uh, it up with um, what? but really, what I wanted to do, I wanted to get the show that was before this. Yeah, and I know. You always phone up two hours I keep, late. I keep, I keep missing it. I, I can't... I can't not just missing it. Not even, it's like you're not even shooting for it. Hey, hey Ricardo. We worked out Spike, just spiced up a bit. We worked out what they're saying there. Do you remember what they're saying there? I see, yeah. They're saying yes, yes, yes. Hi. Hold tight. Hi. Hi, Japanese. C. Is that is, what they're saying? Hi. Wow. C. As in uh, Spanish for yes. Yeah. Hi, see, yeah. Hold tight. Hold tight, which is. Are they wearing green lipstick? Yeah, they are, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the green lipstick yeah. girls. <laughs> Ooh, there's the laughter. I love it. 
And I, no, and, uh, I, I am tickling him with tickling powder. <laughs> and Listen, a dildo. I'm, 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 oh. I can't, I can't stay too long because I've got to go... You stay, uh, go you've seen him stay too long already. <laughs> but I, 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 here's I, I, the thing. You phone up for the other I, show. I, the other I, show I finishes late. two hours ago. If I get in late, my mum and dad will, will um, uh, have a go at me. I don't uh, think they're your mum and dad. I OK. I think, it's, uh, it's, I think it's the it, nurses. It could, hang on. It could be said, right? It could be said. I'm not telling you that. Like, it could be said. Yeah. So I'm not... So it's not facts, what I'm saying. It's not... It's all fiction. Yeah, we got that, mate. I just thought... Right, so I'm not telling you lies or anything. You have. You're not to... telling me anything, anything. Well, that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to, you know, it's supposed to, the show's supposed to lighten people up. You know. God, I wish Jerry from Ginger Spice guess, was well, my girlfriend. We'd have like, so much fun. Hang on a minute, Ricardo. I just looked at a mm. picture of her in like a, like a Basque. Me and Jerry would have so much fun if she were my girlfriend. She's not like that anymore. She's posh can now. I, can no. I say something? Yeah, can I say something? Of course you can, that, Ricardo. That, it's a um, funny show. That, 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 uh, some people might consider... Con- um, uh, what's, what's Switching off because your calls are boring? No, no, where women uh, kind of uh, find it offensive. Sexist. Um, <laughs> sexist. Nothing wrong with being yeah, sexy. Well, I, I, I spoke to a woman. I said I dropped a coin one day. And I said to her, um, did you happen to see my coin? Because, didn't you um, say this yesterday? I, he started, but yeah. he didn't finish. Okay, oh, did I tell you? Oh, no, I'll, you no, didn't you finish. Did Come on, on. We, we're dying to know. Oh, yeah. So I, I said, um, I'm, looking for, I'm looking for my 10p. And you know a, a coin has a, a way of um, bouncing and going somewhere else. I said, I said, you, I said to her, would you mind if I look be, uh, look?" Uh, Look in between your your knicker liner in case it's falling oh, falling God. down there oh. and have a look. And I says, um, and and she didn't respond. I says, I believe you've got my ten p coin, and I I, I, I don't mm. believe that you, that you know. And she and she was laughing at him. Uh, I says, can I have a, can I look for myself? Oh, just God, to, in a knicker sure. Yeah, it, well, a coin has a way of falling all over the place. Oh. You, you know, you could drop a coin right oh. in front of you. This was your mum? And it, No, it was not my mum. OK. Because <laughs> I did that line on your mum. Oh. And she loved now, it. Now, now, now. Well, well ah, ah! so it's not all right ah. with your mum, but it's all right well, with someone else's. Um, so it's all right with someone's daughter? Oh, yes. What I wanted to say to you is that Change you could have spiced it up. When, when, that, when that guy said that he got his, his opponent, Stolen. You could have said, um, what, "What? What did the person look like?" And and the and the guy could have said, um, "Well, he had a one one arm, and he, he went off with the went off with the phone." And you could have said, "No, you could have said that." You could have said, "Did he have one arm?" And he's and 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 the guy one arm no. bandit. Says, well, yeah, and he, and you could have said, and you could have said to him, "Yeah, it would have, be a lot of difficulty looking for a man with one arm because he's not like everyone else." Okay. That's a good story. I wouldn't open with it, but it's a great line. Thank you very much, Ricardo. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Everything about my museum was spectacular, including the price. One dollar. Now that may seem a bit steep, but it was worth it. Look at what I gave them. Quite a lot of Roman terracotta. Ribbon lava from the flanks of Ed. Statuary, ride a dromedary, see the temple tumble and the Red Sea part. McNamara's band, the fattest lady in the land of pickle, prehistoric hand, a strand of poker hunter's hair. Crow and Sue are going to be showing you some rowing through a model of the rapids on the Delaware. Armadillas, clever caterpillars, reproductions of the Cyclops, retina crystal blowing, automatic. 
like sewing, Venus on a shell and other works of art. Educated fleece, the type of aborigines, two ladies join across her knees, a Mona Lisa made of ice. Hot and tots, we got them in for dots, spots of cotton gin, and night we lot inside them, better see that twice. Find iguana, snakes, and other fauna, got no bearded lady, but we're getting her. When you duck out, take another buck out, run around the block and see you, run around the block and see you, run around the block and see a new show start. Lava from the banks of Fetna, statuary, ride a dromedary, see the temple tumble in the Red Sea pot. Magnamara's band, the fattest lady in the land of pickle, prehistoric hatters, band of folk, a hunter's hair. Crowing Sue are going to be showing you some rowing through a model of the rapids on the Delaware. Armadillas, clever caterpillars, reproduction of the Cyclops, retina crystal blowing, automatic sewing, Venus on a shell, and other works of art. Educated fleece, a tribe of Aborigines, two lady join across her knees, a Mona Lisa made of ice. Hot and tossed with cotton, in forgotten spots of cotton gin, and night will out in Sodom, better see that twice. One iguana, snakes, another fauna, got no bearded lady, but we're getting off. When you duck out, you take another buck out and run around the block and see you, run around the block and see you, run around the block and see a new show stop. There we go. Good old Jim Dale. Excellent stuff, Jim. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, 03 1000 is the phone number. It's the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. We're here every weeknight from 10. It's been the last couple of weeks. I've been off. Cass been off. So we've been all over the place. But we're back. We've got our, our eyes on the prize now. The prize is Christmas. That's what we're heading for now. So the next <gasps> thing is Christmas. Um, eyes on the prize. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to ask, because I don't know if we'll be allowed to, I'm going to ask if we can do a New Year's show again. Because uh-huh. the plan would be that the logbook number two, first logbook gets stolen by a Scotsman called Gerard, who we might meet this weekend. And if we do, Catherine, please hold my hands behind my back, because I'm going to punch him in the nose. He won't dare show his face. He better not, thief. He says he got lost in the post. Um, an unlikely story. Um, in fact, I might frisk him. Um, so it's, we've had to, it's, it's off with Eben again, uh, and who's got it, and he's going to send it back to us. Recorded delivery. It's got to be recorded delivery now because we can't trust the, the listeners. The trust is gone. We can trust. We can trust the post. Those guys don't don't uh, steal stuff. We can trust the post. Uh, so, so that is doing. It. So the plan would be: New Year, we don't look at the book. People basically listen to the show and fill in what the show is about. Or not. Fill in, fill in anything you want, I don't care. And then on New Year's we'll open it and we'll look back. Especially look back on the last six months, but because Gerard stole the first one, we look back on like the last four and a half months of the year, which is not quite so impressive. Um, you can listen to us weeknights from 10 uh, on DAB, download the app, or go to talkradio.co.uk, or you can listen to the podcasts that go out every single day. We have a best of... Um, and if we have a guest on, we put the guest out as a podcast yeah. as well. So you got three yesterday. And I'd really say there's a lot, there's a lot of changes going on at Talk Radio. And there was at one point a lot of pressure on us to put out one podcast a week. We wanted to do the best of podcasts. And let's just say, um, it was perhaps the tensest meeting, um, I've ever been involved in and would have been tenser for you, Catherine, because it, a lot of it was me and the guy who was insisting that we cut it down to one best of podcast a week, staring at each other, yes. not blinking. Yeah. So a lot of that. Someone saying something slightly antagonistic and then just staring, waiting for a reaction. I think I won every time, didn't I? The eye game. Well, let's just say we didn't lose the podcast. But there is kind of a little bit of pressure to maybe you know, get rid of it. And if you see, if you go to the podcast page, there's Mike Graham's, there's Martin Kellner's, and I think that's it for this station. Oh, and Jamie East's movie podcast. 
Um, so if you want to keep the podcasts alive, uh, download them. Download as many as you can. Go to many different subscribe. devices. Subscribe, like, and share. Oh, and if you could it. give us a five-star review, that would be yeah. absolutely We're, we're on about, on iTunes, I think we're on to like about 850 re- good reviews. Good grief. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, it sounds a bit desperate, it sounds a bit beggy, but if you want to keep it, you've got to show, you got to, you know, you, you don't know what you got until you lose it. And then you'll be moaning to us. Well, oh, baby, 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 give me one more chance. Ow! It's John Lennon doing a, when he's being funky. Oh, I tell you what's a great song. And I listened to Neil Di- the new Neil Diamond live album from 2012, Hot August Night 3. It's great. Hot what night? Hot August Night 3. Oh. It's great. It's a great album. And I'm going to, um, uh, Sunday night, when we get back from Glasgow, I'm putting the DVD on that comes with it. Because it's great. Poor old Neil Diamond. I wish I'd gone and seen him on his last. If, if they'd have said, by the way, he's never going to tour again after this because he's got Parkinson's. I'd have been there and I should have gone. I took him for granted. And that's, that's a big mistake. I took him for granted. But I've seen him loads of times. Um, I, but I, I miss Neil Diamond from the music industry. But this new album is great, right? And it's all—it's—it's just—it's just a hit after a hit after a hit, and it's great. I love it, and I was digging it, and I was joining in and singing joyously. Uh, why was I telling this story? There was a point to this story. It's a great album. I need to go back a little bit further. Neil Diamond, Hot August Night Three. That's not actually relevant. Before that, you were talking about... What was I talking about before The podcast. The podcast? Is there a Neil Diamond podcast? No. I'm tempted to do one. Tempted to do a Diamond podcast where you go through every single album of his. I'm doing a time travel podcast, recording our first episode on Friday. We're talking about the movie Triangle. Surely you should be recording it yesterday. No, we did. We did it. We recorded it next week. That's the joke you're looking for. Right, Okay. Well, we got there in the end, didn't we? No one's heard it yet, but I'm told by everyone it's great. You know, there's yeah, plenty. You see, there's yeah, plenty of good. them. Yeah, Sound like good. that one. There you got that one. Um, so what I'm saying is, download the, our podcast and Neil Diamond's ill. I mean, that is <laughs> they're, they're the highlights. They're, 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 that's, I miss I, I miss Neil Diamond. Didn't um, he glare at you once, or was that? He did way? glare at me. Both Prince and Neil Diamond had glared at me in concert because I was singing louder than they were, and it put them off. Both of them. Great, great times. Great. And both I was with my wife, and um, I think the first one was Prince. And I went, did you see that? She went, yeah, I did. He gave you a dirty look. And then when Neil Diamond did it, she looked at me and went, it's happened again. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Absolutely incredible, incredible scenes. I had a dream about a Prince as a vampire t- today. And he was scared of spiders, you were Yeah, he was me. scared of spiders. Do you know what? I bet he probably was scared of spiders in real life. Either that or he humped them. <laughs> he let them run around his penis. Oh, my God. I bet he did. He's, he was a pervert, isn't he? He was a little freaky. He was a dirty pervert. He put them, he dressed them in little leather thongs and then um, grind against them. Because he was big enough, he, was, he could probably ride them. Put a little saddle on and Prince was riding a spider all over the place. That's what killed him. He, was, he fell off a spider. Got trapped in its web. <laughs> um, I'm glad. I'm sure, I'm sure his family are glad we can laugh about it. Uh, a posh, he's, he's public domain. Let's say what I want about him. Public domain, Prince. Oh. A posh Airbnb flat. And we, we're airbnb this weekend. Oh, I, yeah. I love an Airbnb. It's better be a posh. We had a posh one in Manchester. Oh, my God, was it posh? What was the one in Manchester? Oh, it was beautiful. We've had two good ones in Manchester. Yeah. I can't remember. Oh, oh Meryl uh, Streep. Melvin Bragg. Meryl Streep had stayed there. That yeah. was it, yeah. We were trying to work out whose bed, who was in Meryl Streep's bed. I was, because I had the posh bed, because I, I paid. 
So I got first dibs. Once I went on holiday with a former producer, Agent Chris, right? You went on holiday with him? Yeah. What? Proper holiday? We went to Spain. God. I think we went to Alicante. Oh. And uh, I I paid more than him, right? Because I was earning significantly Did you have any more. proper friends? I was getting a lot of money per show, more than I get here, mm. right? Uh, I'm going to ignore the insults I and noticed tell you... the story. Yeah. And I paid more than him, right? Because I was like, hey, listen, if we, should we go away together? I'll I'll pay. I'll pay. And he said, well, I'll pay some. I said, all right, well, you pay me. I'll, 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 I think I paid like three quarters of it, right? Because I'm, I'm a generous kind of guy like that. We got to the hotel, right? We checked in. It was a double bed. And, um... Because they and it wasn't. It said like on the thing it was like a four star hotel, but in Spain they're allowed to just like give themselves stars. They don't count. So it was a dump, right? So I got to my room and it was all right. It's all right. And I said, right, I'll, I'll drop myself off and I'll come to your room and we'll go. Don't don't answer it, son. So go to the beach. So I dropped my stuff off in my room. I went to his room. His room was massive, right? Massive. And I said. Your room is significantly huger than mine. He went, is it? I said, yeah, come and have a look. And he came over and went, and he laughed at me. He went, oh, yeah, my room's bigger. <laughs> and so the whole holiday, I'm obviously thinking, that should be my room, because I'm paying significantly more than that dickhead. Yeah, but you're a bigger man. Yeah, exactly, so I should have had the bigger room. Mm. Outra- outrageous. That's why I never make friends with producers, because they will always stab you in the back, and the second a shift comes up with someone like David Prever or something, they're all over it. it, it David Prever warned me off you. I should Did have listened. He? Did he? He said, you know, oh, that's oh, what happens when you, well, that's what happens when you um hit yourself to a particular presenter, you know, they leave you in the dirt and I thought, little do you know we're I'm I'm going as well. Yeah. Oh. anyone else hear that or was that just me a posh airbnb flat yeah was trashed mm. what the hell do you want you scumbag <laughs> what was that? It was wilkins a posh airbnb flat was trashed when hundreds of people crammed in for a wild party Ooh. around 250 revelers packed the 1.3 million pad with dozens more spilling into the streets in Kensington, West London. Some allegedly inhaling nitrous oxide and smoked weed. Hey, get this! Jerry was there then. On Friday when I was driving home, yeah. there was a Range Rover in front of me. Yeah. And 
every, I'm saying, every few yards, they were throwing those little um, canisters out. From driver's side or passenger's side? All of them. What does it do? It's laughing gas. It just makes you laugh. Does it cloud your your vision? Does it sharpen your vision as some drugs do? Does it blur your vision? Are you just laughing? Because if you're just laughing... Well, Look at distra- Sam, he's young. He's just laughing. It's, it's a distraction in oh, the no, car, Oh, no, you shouldn't though, take drugs it? when you're driving. But if you're, just, if you're just laughing, it's a bit of a crap drug. You don't want to feel... You want to feel... Just have a tickle. You want to <laughs> get some tickling powder. <laughs> if you're taking a drug, you want to feel either some kind of connection with, the, with the, the greater universe. You want to feel your soul rising up to be one with the collective consciousness and also to, to, to your energy to become part of God's force field that that we are all present within or you want to be able to talk quickly and work a lot Mm. i don't want to laugh i feel a bit sorry for these millennials that they're not got enough joy in their lives your drugs are shit my drugs were much better in my day we just used to be able to laugh because life was fun i didn't have to suck a balloon you had to suck something though to get friends what Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes, man. What can I do for you tonight, sir? <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at Neil Diamond live albums. Um, stop phoning Sam, otherwise I'll go to the police. Goodbye. Let's go to Neil. Hello, Neil. Hello. Hello, Neil. All right. Hello, Neil. Hey. hey. Well, this is this is Neil's friend. I'm with Neil. Oh. This is Alex. But Neil's here. Look can hear. Hey! Let's see you. Yes, Neil! Alex sounds like a right knob. What are you doing with him? <laughs> All right. Well, actually, I'm we, in rehab. We're licking each other's bumholes now. Well, okay. fair play. There are worse ways to spend an evening. Now, what have you <laughs> no, got no, for no. what have you got for us tonight? Well, on the subject of drugs, we met actually in a, a dry house. Um... I'll read Telford Way. Hey, nice one. Uh, so when I'm eight weeks clean now, how many weeks are you, Neil? 12? 90 days on Monday and I'm 60 days on Thursday. Yay! Yay! Now, now, how are you doing it? Are you doing it in the rooms? Are you going to get a nice little key ring next week? Yeah, yeah. Um, get yeah. in there, what, man. Key, what, what's 90 days? What colour? Dark red. It's a red ninety no, days. Red one is a ninety red days. Red yeah, yeah. And what uh, what's your what's your, what's sixty days? Orange, sixty oh, days is green, orange. isn't it? Green, yeah. I think it is green. Yeah. Here we go. But hey, good for you. Red how red. you how you finding it? Um, it's tough at times. It has its challenges, but better yeah. in a way. Yeah. Life, life's kind of moving forward. Good now. man, that's brilliant news. Uh, I'm thrilled, genuinely. Uh, you know, it's it's one of them. It's you know, old habits die hard, don't they? Has no. the obsession gone? Yeah, such yeah, yeah. That's that. I mean, that's that. That's a big step when you when you 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 suddenly realise you haven't been thinking about drugs for the last ten minutes. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you get the odd driving, but you, the, the surprise to pass after about twenty minutes. Yeah. Oh, well so, done, man. That's great news. What made you get clean? What What, what was the? Well, I've just had a newborn baby. Yeah. A little girl. Um. So that was kind of a big. Big change, yeah, I bet. Um, and just disappearing for a three-day bender, didn't it? Nice, that don't really fit in with being a dad or being a partner or being responsible, does it? No, not really. So I think I think I was kind of disgusted in myself, so I have to kind of like, you know, check a check a reality check with me. Ah, oh, good for you. You know man. what I mean? And, and I kind of, I've done it at the right time. I, I don't get me wrong; I've enjoyed my drug use and my drinking throughout the years. Yeah, but. uh yeah, 
time now. This is this is. I'm not. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that to you. But uh, um, but uh, what I'm going to say is that that's brilliant news, and uh, you should be very proud of yourself, man. And make sure you get those key rings. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm a kind of an incentive, really, because uh, you know it's like a milestone. So well, people who people are outside the rooms don't get it, and they go, oh, "It's a stupid little keyring." But yeah, it is a stupid little plastic keyring, but yeah, it's... it's symbolic of um, all of the hard work, and and it is hard work giving up drugs, man. It's hard work. It it's it's, is, it's yeah. simple, but it's it's simple to do, but it's hard. Um, and that little keyring and getting up, walking up in front of you know a room full of your peers and getting a round of applause, it's great. Yeah. You, it's great. Yeah, it is. It's quite. Alex, could you uh, make me a pancake? Because I could do with a crepe. Hang on a minute. Crepe sounds a bit like crap. Is this guy trying to swear on my radio show? (laughs) (laughs) That's Neil. Yeah, I I bet Neil was funnier when he was high. Or he seemed funnier when you were high. Hey, listen. (laughs) Listen, guys, uh, uh, best of luck. Give us a call when you've got your key rings, man. Let's celebrate. Oh, All right, man. Take care. Go, go, go back to licking each other's bums. Um, that's good news. Oh, good for them. Good for them. That's good news. Oh, you don't want to do drugs. Just stop doing drugs. Ain't as easy as that, buddy. Ain't as easy as that. Oh, good for them. I wish them the very best of luck. Um, some allegedly inhaling nitrous oxide and smoking. Thousands of pounds worth of da- damage was caused to the 800 square foot flat rented on Airbnb for 300 pounds a night. Yesterday, a pal of the owner said the carpet was ruined, lamps taken, and there was lipstick on the walls. That's what you were like in Manchester. I did I, not kiss the walls. I had to... Um, I woke up and you were just there. So I had to <laughs> apologise, I had to pay a fine and everything. Outrageous. It's fake news. A young woman and her mother collected the keys on Saturday, August 11th, 8pm. One local said the music was pumping and homes were vibrating. I don't know how many they managed to get. And look at the picture of how many people there are. <gasps> That's a lot of people. That's too many for a flat. See, I've heard of people renting Airbnbs and having orgies. But that's something else. Is that what we're doing? No, we are not. If anyone wants to join us, we'll be in an Airbnb in Edinburgh um, Saturday night. We've got separate rooms, so, you know, take your pick. We can make a bit of money. Are you? Sorry? Are you actually... Are you trying to pimp me out now? Well, I'm more pimping me out, but if we can get money for you and it save because we're we're, we're lo- losing money on this whole Scotland trip, we've got to try and make it back somehow. Mm. The way you sell it sounds legit, doesn't it? One local, uh, the Met Police used a dispersal order to stop more gathering. No one was arrested. No one was arrested. What about the, the dude that or the woman that rented it? Airbnb's... She's going to get a she's going to get an absolutely scathing mm. review. Airbnb said. We have zero tolerance for this kind of behaviour. Have removed the guest from our platform and are providing our full support. Oh, that's all right. They've removed her from the platform. That'll so that, teach her. that ain't never going to happen again. Wow, cheeky though, isn't it? Well, speaking of cheeky, I did notice on the Airbnb that we're using it said no parties. It says it on, on most of them. Why would you? Have, why would you have a party? You go there because you want to stay somewhere. It's a little bit nicer. And generally, if there's if there's two of you sharing it, and you're not getting, you know, if you, if you would be getting separate rooms in a hotel, mm-hmm. um, it's cheaper just to rent a two bedroom flat. Yeah, more and, comfortable. And you can it, watch the telly. And it's and it's it's generally nice. Apart from the one in Newcastle that was horrible, it's so much nicer. So much nicer. You know. Told you about the one in Newcastle. The guy, we, we waited for ages for the guy to yep. turn up. We'd yep. just driven all the way there. It's flipping miles. We were knackered. Yep. Guy turned up really late. We'd been sitting on the step 
He turned up from within the flat. With wet hair? Wet hair. And pretty sure that he just rolled out of bed in the flat. But then when... the pillow wasn't clean. And when I had a shower, it looked like he'd been trying to dry it with toilet paper. It was filthy. Dirty. But apart from that, it's been an absolute joy, a yeah. revelation. The best one was, well, the two cottages I had in Wales. Remember the first time I went to Wales on my own? Mm-hmm. Great times. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And we stayed somewhere that had donkeys in the garden. That was great. Oh, that was nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, okay. So this is a, a, a piece written by someone. I, I, I'll read it. It's written by Nick Pritchard in The Sun. I'm on a first date. We are both completely naked. I've not even bought her a drink yet. Oh. No, I'm not a modern-day Casanova. I'm at a speed-dating event with a difference. We are all completely starkers. Oof. Run by matchmaking company Date in a Dash. Have a look. Have a look. Uh, look them up. And inspired by Naked Attraction on Channel 4, Singleton strip off before moving around the room in a series of four-minute dates. That means you're going to sit on a stool. Well, hopefully you're not. But you're going to sit on a chair that someone's bare bum has been sat on before. What if they leave a deposit? Well, you know, like nudist places, maybe you have to take a towel. Um, On arrival at the exhibit bar in in Balham, South London, Balham, gateway to the south, I meet Rob, who runs the event. He seems as stressed as me. The problem? (laughs) Guess what the problem is? It's cold. There are 24 men signed up for the night, but only 10 women. <laughs> of 0344 Wow. Want to give us a call. He tells me, to be honest, it's a, it's a bit of a bloke fest. Sausage party. This is the guy that runs it. I think men are just perverts and like to look at naked women. It is always harder what? to get women to come along. Oh. Sorry. He is forced to split the blokes into two groups of 12 and send half away until later in the evening. My group are first up. We're packed off into a room to strip and are given a skimpy robe to slip into until the big moment. Next, we queue outside the function room upstairs where ten single women wait on the other side. I ask the chaps if they are feeling nervous while I gulp at my double whiskey, but am met by a chorus of shaking heads. Must be cold. (laughs) For my part, I'm extremely on edge at the prospect of spending the evening trying to be charming in my birthday suit. But I have to... No one says birthday suit anymore. I explained birthday suit to my boys the other day. No one says it, do they? Mm, not really. Very old-fashioned phrase. But I have to grin and bear it. Literally. One guy says, I'm quite... I'm actually quite excited. I've been to hot yoga all week to try and get in shape for tonight. The man next to me is stamping his feet and rubbing his hands together. He turns to me and said, yeah, it's a bit cold in here, isn't it? Excuses, excuses. <laughs> Organiser Rob... What he's saying is he's got a tiny... Um... Yeah, OK, we got it, Catherine. You don't need to... Organiser Rob then gives us a quick pep talk before he opens the door. If you do get aroused, don't shout about it. Just be discreet and think other thoughts. <laughs> then it is time. You wouldn't want to be the first group. You'd want to be the second group, wouldn't you? Because they're more likely to um, have it off with you. Are they? Why? Statistically. If you look at the stats, probably. Why? Let me just carry on reading this. Then it is time. We file into the room in our robes, looking like that. We need some appropriate... Yeah, make it... Music. Make it datey. Um, Let's get some... uh... 
Oh, it's so difficult to know to know what to play. Uh, oh, I know what to play. Here we go. Here we go. We oh, file God, no, really? <laughs> we file into the room in our robes, looking like hotel guests startled by a midnight fire alarm. One guy still has his socks on. Thick grey woolen numbers bunched up at the angle at the ankle. The women are all sat behind small tables arranged like school desks. They are concealing their modesty beneath silky blue dressing gowns. One by one we take a seat opposite a woman. I awkwardly introduce myself to the blonde Iranian beauty facing me. But I haven't even thought about my opening line. I was too focused on the big reveal about to come. I settle oh. for, this is a bit weird, oh. isn't it? <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, stop, I'll stop reading, oh. sorry. Oh. Turn it off! Sorry? Oh. I can't turn it off. It's rude. Once oh. it's started, it can't stop. Oh. It's dangerous. It can oh. um, give you mm. um, gonorrhea. Mm. Sepsis. Oh. 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 I think she needs her oh. inhaler. Oh. Okay, stop that. Okay. Okay. Let's play something more appropriate. I know you've been waiting. Oh, stop it! Don't listen to me. Jerk off again. This is. I'm going to be careful, right? Because I've got. This is entitled "Erotic Audio for Females." Listen to me, orgasm part two, intense moaning, eight minutes thirty-seven. Gosh, all oh, my pants are off. He means trousers. And my hand is stroking. Okay, I think we get the idea where that's going. That's uh, God. dirty, dirty git. Uh, He's the reason my mum kept a mouth organ by the phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's try, um, okay, we'll try this one. This one should be better. I'm ready to take what I want from you. Oh, God, no. Daddy's going to rat. No, we're not going to Daddy. Whoa! Daddy! No. No, no, no! I'm trying to find sexy music. That's what I'm trying to find. Try this. I don't need nobody for this sex home. No, I don't be nothing. Here we go. Three hours of relaxed sex music. <laughs> That's my favourite kind of sex music, is the relaxed sex music. Can you read the finish this story? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um this is a bit weird, isn't it? She laughs and doesn't seem nervous in the slightest. At the back of the room, Rob blows the first whistle. Oh. We all stand up, glance about the room self-consciously and disrobe. For a split second, there is silence. It's like a budget version of the racy Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman movie, Eyes Wide Shut, but with the stately house swapped for a function room above a South London bar. But then everyone sits down, and the room erupts with excited chatter. Being completely naked is quite a good icebreaker, it turns out. Well, you speak for yourself. Each date lasts four minutes, then Rob blows his whistle. The women stay seated while the men move around, either wrapping the robe around their waist like me or letting their chap hang out for all to see. Chap! How old is this man? Birthday suit and chap! I meet all sorts of interesting and attractive women, 
One works in recruitment, recruitment, another in the Department for Culture, Media and Sport, and one is a struggling actress. My fifth date confides in me that there is another male journalist in the room, a financial reporter who is looking for love in the buff. My fourth date tells me she signed up after growing tired of online dating apps Tinder and Bumble. She said, You seem like something a bit different. You have a better chance to get to know someone rather than exchanging a few messages online. <laughs> Another says, I've been single for four years. It's time I try something new. It's healing up down there. What? One girl, completely nude of course, stands up as I approach her table. I'm struck by her magnificent shaved downstairs department. Stop it. I offer my hand out to shake hers, but instead she she embraces me in a hug. There's no getting away from the fact, but it is a weird way to spend a Thursday night. But the actual dating was a good laugh, and at least there were no awkward silences. As part of the evening, you tick yes, no, or friend for each woman, and they do the same for you. After the event, the organiser emails you to let you know if you've matched with anyone. I said yes to seven women. Not fussy. The next day, I received the news that I'd matched with six, and one said she liked me, but just as a friend. It certainly put a spring in my step. Maybe I'll meet one of my fellow naked daters for a drink one evening. Clothes on, of course. (laughs) And if things go well, it'll be a hell of a story to tell the grandchildren. Have a drink with a naked lady. Tick yes. Will you put a tick in a box? (laughs) Etc, etc. You found their website? Yeah, it looks a bit cheap. Well, how much is it? Fifty. Well, it depends, right? Because it's they've got all kinds of events. They've got like a twister night as well. I'm they've guessing they're closed ball pit for that. night as well. They do ball, ball pit night. <laughs> Tell you what, let's play the trail and we'll find out about their their events. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Vic says, "I genuinely thought that was flipping Kath making those noises at first. No, if it was Kath, it'd be, oh, blimey, oh, blimey, boss, oh, don't tell me, Mum, oh, my goodness gracious me, oh, go to foot of our stairs, oh, my God, oh, it's outside the pots, oh, hot pot. No, it wouldn't. It'd be give over. I'm not in mood." <laughs> We found their website. Give out the website. We've talked about them. We should give out the website. Dateinadash.com. That's Date. dateinadash.com. It, it, it's, uh, they do lots of different events, and they look like a great organisation, but their website does look like it's been built by someone who's never built a website before and just gone, everything! <laughs> everything! It's very busy, and it's pink. What other events do they have? Speed Dating, dating Dash. singles party, lock and key. Oh, Click on that. Let me see what that is. I bet you get tied up with someone. Yeah, you get handcuffed for the night. Oh, it's at the Malmaison. But it's only £10. Let's find out. It's very cheap. If you live, work or just love to socialise in any one of the UK's top cities and are looking for love, our lock and key party nights could be just the ticket. As the name suggests, our lock and key parties are all about matching the lock with the right key and meeting people of the opposite sex while you're at it. Oh. Less formatted than standard dating events and with no speed dating or any other activities, our lock and key party nights keep things simple and straightforward. Outright fun with more of a freeform party vibe about them than an organised invitation only do. Here's what happens. Upon arrival... The dishy guys are given a key and the gorgeous girls are given a padlock. After that, the idea is that all the sexy singles in attendance mingle in search of the lock that fits the key. I think it's sexist that the men get the key. 
Oh. Well, no, the key is representative oh. of the penis, exactly. and the lock is representative of the exactly. vagina. Exactly, and again, the like... women could have a strap-on key, I suppose. <laughs> In search of the lock that fits a key, with the more combinations cracked, the more chances you have to not only get entered, to get entered into a free raffle to win great prizes. It's a great game to read it like that, isn't it? You can't not. (laughs) But also the chance to find your ideal match. In simple terms, when and if you find your match, you simply return to one of our friendly and helpful hosts who will arrange for you to be given another lock or key so the fun can start all over again. The upside with our UK padlock parties is that you get to spend more time with your date than you would if you were attending one of our speed dating events. Meaning that should you want to, you can stand about chatting and flirting for longer. So, what are you waiting for? Get hunting or you may come to re- regret it. Go to the ball pit party because I like a ball pit. Apart from the fact oh, that imagine all the what's in it's covered in feces. They did a study and ball pits are covered in feces. Kids, but I like a ball pit. If there's a ball pit and it, it's big enough, I I jump straight into them. I love a good ball pit. Event info. Go on. They're in Shoreditch. Of course they are. <sighs> We've done it again. Yeah. Another world exclusive here at Date and a Dash. As London's top speed dating company, Date and a Dash are delighted to announce a brand new speed dating in a ball pit event hitting Shoreditch. With 24 gorgeous singletons in the ball pit at once, the idea <laughs> is to find fun. your next date by swimming through the sea of balls. Oosh. I actually wrote oosh. How do they spell oosh? O O O O S H. Exclamation that's mark. That's not oosh, that's oosh. 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 To check people for your matching number. Oh, there's a number involved. Oh, I don't like that. I don't want maths. No. Once you've tracked them down, you'll enjoy dates of between four and five minutes. So four and a half minutes. (laughs) And then it's time to go fishing again. Forget your manners. It's time to grab the balls and dive on. Due to the anticipated popularity, because we know just how much everyone loves ball pits and acting like a child, our brand new speed dating event is set to raise the bar in the world of dating. With two sessions available, the first between 7.30 and 9pm and the other between 8.30pm and oh, 10. Oh, you want to do the first session? Yeah, you don't want to go in no, those balls. No, you don't want to be, no. Uh, there's plenty of time to get to know the singletons in attendance and get footloose and fancy free. A footloose? I'm tempted to do the nudie one. Oh, God. But it doesn't stop there. After the ball pit speed dating event, it's time to know your new acquaintances and move into the main ball pit, which can hold up to a whopping 50 gorgeous singles. Wow, Sounds like so a... 40 blokes, 10 women, <laughs> all, all in a ball pit. Before you leave, the host will collect the scorecards and collect the matches on our website, and the following day you'll receive an email with the results. Wow. Gosh. Gosh. Um, sounds but, romantic. Um, it's, you don't have to go and date. Uh, it's a place called Bawley Ballison. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man! It's London's exclusive ball pit cocktail bar with one million balls, <laughs> retro sweetie cocktails and delicious food. The venue really is the ultimate adult playground to get loose, chat, flirt and mingle with like-minded singletons from across the capital and above else have oodles of fun. Oosh. Oosh. Um, uh, they also do drunk Jenga. <laughs> What's wrong with getting drunk and falling into someone's mouth like we used to? Sorry? <laughs> wow, Catherine Boyle. Can we click that, that just that bit? Just that bit, please. That video of you saying that line. I want that. <laughs> Send it to him. Send it to him. No. Do you know who, who we would need to... Sam, could you email te, uh, t, um, 12 
40 in about 50 seconds. Catherine saying, what's wrong with getting drunk and falling in someone's <laughs> mouth like we used to? Just that. I want to see that video in my timeline tomorrow because that is going to um, get her a viral. Uh, go viral. Viral. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Twenty minutes left. Then it's Paul Ross. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Wow. You found Playdate. But what happens in Playdate? Does Mummy drop you off? Kinda. Oh. Playdate is our activity-based speed dating event where you'll meet around 20 people in short four-minute dates while taking part in a fun activity. Well, is four minutes, like, scientifically proven to be you know, the optimum it, you date know, time? You know, within, like, oh, four, tell me about four it. seconds, Tell don't me you? about it. Tell me about it. Same with, with uh, producers. Uh-huh. Yeah. There'll be plenty of board games, a spot of painting, some Lego building, and probably a round of Twister thrown into the mix. God, oh. oh, no! Twister. I think my method will be more effective, but you laughed at it. What was your method? Getting drunk and falling in someone's mouth. <laughs> sounds like BJ's to me. <laughs> I think everything sounds like that to you at the moment. Did you say BJ's? You did. No laughing laughing matter as horror flicks leave jokers on scrap papers. This is the star. Remember when the star did the killer clowns? The star is obsessed with clowns, right? They're obsessed with clowns and sex bots. So this story is great. It's about clowns not getting work because of clowns in, in horror movies, right? And I'm going to read a bit of the story, then I'm going to show you two of the clowns that are out of work. And I don't necessarily think it's Stephen King's it that has forced them out of the business and is stopping their bookings. <laughs> I don't think so. OK. These pictures, these pictures are a treat. Clowns are being... One of the clowns is called Tommy Bungle. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not coming anywhere near my kids. Clowns. Are Although be- I'm, I'm not saying he's not safe. Clowns are being frozen out as children's party entertainment. Youngsters prefer Disney characters to the scary funny men. There are now only 100 registered clowns. So there are still some unregistered clowns, but 100 registered clowns in the UK. It's the rogue clowns you've got to be worried about. Some fear the number will plummet again after the killer cra- clown craze. Wasn't a thing. And forthcoming release of horror movie It Chapter 2, the sequel to last year's smash hit flick It. Chapter 1, featuring the evil clown Pennywise, is due to be released next year. In a bid to repair the shattered image of the traditional circus funny men, a new exhibition run by Clowns Gallery Museum will tour the country. Matty Faint, the museum's curator, a member of Clowns International, said, "There There aren't so many clowns around these days. I think most are children's party clowns rather than, say, being part of a circus. But now children want Disney characters or pirates, so the times have changed. At one point, the only person you ever saw at a child's party was a clown. Well, that's not true. What about the kids? (laughs) (laughs) That was it, because the clown would turn up and the kids would just (laughs) run off screaming. Clown Malcolm Singleton, 63. He needs to work on his name. Performs as Tommy Bungle. Said the It movies were another nail in the coffin before squirting me in the eye with a (laughs) water flower. Since so-called killer clowns emerged two years ago, Malcolm from Darlington said his bookings had dropped 30%. He added, the Hollywood image of clowns is frightening people and not just children. I don't know if it's the Hollywood image of clowns, Mr Bungle, that are frightening children. I'm going to show Catherine your picture in a second. (laughs) Adults are saying, we don't like clowns now. And that affects the children who start thinking clowns are nasty. But Rob Balker, 52, from Tamworth, Staffordshire, who performs as Bibbledy Bob. What? Bibbledy Bob. Bibbledy Bob. <laughs> That's a belter. Says, 
I'm rushed off my feet. And so are most of clowns still working. In terms of party clowns, it's tough, la- tough and larger due to the increase in entertainment offered for children. Everything from discourse to simple balling. I think this... Um, all right, right, so t- Tommy Bungle... Right, so there's only one right. clown. This is Tommy Bungle without his makeup. But So this is, this is Tommy Bungle, right, who complains that his, he thinks his bookings have dropped because of horror movies, OK? <laughs> oh, my God. Can you describe that to the listener? Is that possible? Right, do you remember Bo Selector? <laughs> Picture that Jim Bowen mask. <laughs> That's very, very accurate. With an orange curly wig. Yep. And the mouth. <laughs> It's basically Bo Selector isn't it? clown. Isn't it? But with only like half the makeup required for a clown. Oh, crab paste! <laughs> <laughs> it's like if, if um, Reg Holdsworth had bought an orange wig. <laughs> isn't it? Yes. That's it. That's, uh... Wow. I, I I was a child and I don't think I ever went to quite a party a long, with a clown. Quite a long time ago, yeah, though. but surely in the good old days of clowning, when we were supposed to be up to our eyeballs in clowns, I should have been to at least one party with a clown. I don't think I ever was. Clowns, Zara. No, no one's ever liked clowns. Do you know how you say clown in French? Uh, le cochon d'inde. No, that's guinea pig. Uh, le sucé mapine. No, that's... I don't know them. Half no. rude. OK. How do you say clown? Le clown? Clown. Le clown. Le clown. Le martin clown. <laughs> le martin clown. Imagine that. Oh, Le Martin Clune with the with the ears are sticking out. Uh, he's in trouble. Is he? Why? He's done a drama about uh, Millie Dowler. Levi Belfield. Oh. Was Levi Belfield the guy that murdered Millie Dowler? Mm-hmm. I get uh, I get the whole thing. But yeah, he's done a drama about it, and um, rightfully so. The family are saying, "Come on, mate, that's a bit." That's a bit rum, isn't it? No, you surely the, you ask the family first, don't you? Well, but what family is going to say? Yeah, we want Martin Clunes to do a, do a drama series. Oh, is series. it Martin Clunes have got a problem with, or the fact they're making? No, it? it's just the fact that they're making it. It's like yeah, but the families generally, right? You ask for permission; it's like the honourable thing to do. And often the family want the story, the story to be told, don't they? Where's the story? It's on um, the front page of one of the papers. Somewhere. It's in one of the papers. Um, I wonder if it's. Thanks, BBC. I tell you why, BBC. Because of you, because of you, um, hounding Cliff Richard. Because of you doing what you did to Cliff Richard. He's going to make a bloody album about it. Thanks a lot, BBC. Why couldn't you just keep your man? Forget the helicopter. Forget. Why'd you have to do that? He's going to make a concept album about it. Is he? Yes, he is. Sixty. Uh, it was. Uh, 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 oh no. Well, who cares? We're going to get another Cliff Richard record. Where's the Martin? Ooh, la clunes. Ooh, la clunes. la clunes. Martin Clun. Martin. Martin Clun. Martina Clunes. Martina Clunes. Neil Young has married Daryl Hannah. Has he? Yep. It's a funny pairing, isn't it? Well, they look, they're in love. Good. You Good for them. You can't... It might have been yesterday's pages. You can't um, tell the heart to whom to love. To whom? Pop legend Sir Cliff Richard is to release his first album of new songs in 14 years. Thanks, BBC. It's your fault. 
The 77-year-old singer, whose disc Rise Up is out November, said its title and lyrics re- re- reflected his recent bad period. What, the last 30 years? Oh, now, come hey. on, uncalled for. Um, he said, I choose... I choose uh, oh, no, don't don't do McCartney. No, 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 no. Hang on a minute. Um, I chose... Uh, listen, um, you know... Um, he said, uh, he said, um, I chose Rise Up as the title track because uh, after the bad period I went through in my life, I've managed to rise up out of uh, what seemed like a quagmire. What was that noise? Because he makes that kind of noise, doesn't he? Well, when we were kids, the impression was... Yeah, but you know whose impression you're doing there? Uh... Eddie Large's. It? Yeah, you're doing Eddie Large's well, impression no, of uh, Cliff Richard. That's, that's what you're doing. He was good. You know who um, does? Who, who stopped doing it? I've noticed in his thing, Mr. Tumble used to do um, Cliff Tumble. Oh, uh, that, and that would have been a, a direct instruction bet, from yeah. the BBC. But you know why he used to do Cliff Tumble? Because Mr. Tumble's dad wrote a lot of Cliff's hits. Did he really? Yes. Well, n- name one that he wrote. Don't Google it. I can't remember. So he didn't then. It's true. Well, he didn't. He, he, he did. I just one. can't remember. I'm well, not, I'm not a massive Cliff fan. All right, let me look. No, let well, me don't look. Google. Let me look. No, no, don't Google. Justin, what's Justin's surname? Tumble. No. Time. No. Uh, Fletcher. Yes. Justin Fletcher, Dad Cliff, right? That's what I'm putting him. And you find out his dad jumped off a cliff. Don't. He penned Cliff Richards... Eurovision entry, boom, 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 boom. Congratulations. Okay, and and, other, and which other ones? Because you said he wrote Cliff, some of Cliff Richards' hits. hits. That's one song you've come yes, up with. Yes, 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 yes. Hang on, that was just the first one. Okay, this is dead air. It's not great for the listeners. I mean, the, sh- the rest of the show hasn't been that great for the listeners. Oi. Can't all be winners. Well, Can't all be winners. Uh, oh, no, he did do congratulations. He did power to all our friends. Right, so he did the crap. The crap Eurovision song. Okay, it's going well so far. Okay. Uh, right, you keep doing that and I'll find a good one. All goes. right, mate. Ah! <laughs> Just see the reflection of the glasses. It's terrifying. Just Cliff. see the reflection of all the glasses. Oh, my word. You should show me a picture of... Oh, I saw that the other day. That is... I, I don't... He was going to be our special guest, Bibbidi Bob. He's blown me out for tomorrow night. Don't take that the wrong way. He joins me tomorrow night to talk about clowns and movies. Oh. He won Clown of the Year three times consecutively. He's from Tamworth. He's a lovely fella. I bet he is a lovely fella. He's Bibbidi Bob, but when he plays his policeman character, he's Bibbidi Plod. Oh, that's Bibbidi Bob! Bibbidi Bob in the middle. We were talking about Bibbidi Bob. in the middle. There he is. He was due to go in tonight. I think he's had so many media demands, he won't do it tonight. He's blown out. Wow. Wow, blown out by by Bibbidi Bob. Haven't we all, in many ways in our life? (laughs) With the eyes of a child, sing a song of freedom, baby your dynamite. Power to all our So we didn't write any of Cliff Richards' hits. They were hits. So, well, they weren't really. What number did they get to in the charts? Number n- nowhere. Power to all our friends was a biggie. That was our Eurovision entry back yeah. in. Followed con- congratulations. I think 69, 69, he 69. He played it at the Royal Albert Hall, didn't he? I think it was when we hosted the competition. So that's one. But Kath very specifically said that Mr. Tumble's dad wrote s- several of Cliff Richards' hits. She's only named they were one. They were hits. They were hits. Well, what number did they get to in the charts? What were the others, Kath, again? Baby, you're dynamite. Sing it. So if it's such a big hit, he had an early hit called Dynamite, but it wasn't Baby a Dynamite. Sing a song of freedom. I will do in a minute, but just tell us. With the eyes of a child. I can't do it with the eyes of a child. Bobby Darren had a minor hit with Sing a Simple Song of Freedom, but he, Mr. Tumble didn't write that. No. no. Bobby Darren wrote that. I think Kath is. Uh, I think Kath is. Uh, 
a little bit. What? 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 Did Mr. Tumble <laughs> write our tumble for you for Culture Club? Yes, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. What have you got on your show tonight? <laughs> so tired. What have you got on your show tonight, Paul Ross? Well, we are talking Alexander Parks on the show tonight. Oh, yeah. As you may know, back in, I think, 1854, he patented something he called Parkazine because he was very concerned about what was happening to elephants and to hawksbill turtles because of uh, collarbones and buttons. They were made out of turtle shell or ivory. So he thought, I've got a solution to save animals, to save the planet. He invented Parkazine, which was the first form of plastic. Plastic, right, right. Cut to 1950s. He's... Since then, 8.3 billion tonnes of plastic have been made, only about 8% recycled. He's buggered it up for us, hasn't he? He has, and we've got a woman who's written a brilliant history of plastic on the, I and mean, she's fantastic oh, and she says I bet that's great and she says what we can do to kind of hold back the stem I won't say stem the tide because the tide will come back again and again as yeah. Canute proved but actually she's a brilliant guest so we're talking Alexander Parks Unforeseen Consequences and Plastic oh, we're also right. talking about the dolphin in the Firth of Clyde that's learnt to speak porpoise oh, oh. With the woman who recorded him, he now clicks in a different register. He's been on his own. His name's Kylie, which has confused him. Mm. He's been on his own for 40 years, but he can communicate with Porpoi. I think that's the plural of porpoises. Yes. And he speaks porpoise fluently, and they're much higher oh, register and this, faster there, clicks. There was a story about a dolphin that it was in, like, a zoo or something, and they taught it to walk on its tail, and then it got released... And they tracked it a few years later. And all its dolphin mates, they, he taught all its mates to walk like that. He taught them how to do It'll it. Be thought, on dry land soon, yeah. weren't they? That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> they, they'll be armed up. They're dirty buggers, dolphins, aren't they? They're always. They um, were in the paper yesterday when they fact off, off some Italian coast because it was rubbing up. It kind of wouldn't let a woman come out of the sea yeah. and pushed her back. Yeah. And, the, and then some broke ready and he had only had a rolled up copy of an Italian daily paper and he beat the dolphin <laughs> away with it. It was <laughs> a nice it, friendly end to that sex pest story. But there's loads of footage of like women sitting on the, like, the, edge, of, on, like, the edge of a boat and a Dolphin coming up and well, yeah, and we had uh, to our consumer program at a local radio station we used to Your work consumer at. Consumer program. A woman came on, having been well, she had her pelvis broken by uh, by she had, a she dolphin pre- on the side was, of the pool. She was pregnant. She had a half dolphin, half human baby. Pregnant. She was not. That pregnant. actually happened. And that story has warmed up the audience nicely for me, hasn't it? A woman with a broken pe- <laughs> pelvis. Randy, Randy. Dolphin. How could a consumer expert help with that particular well, malaise? She 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 paid for the dolphin experience. And got more than she bargained for. She got the dolphin experience. Um, Paul Ross will be on after the news at one o'clock, <laughs> isn't it? Though uh, we will be back tonight oh, at ten. Oh, tonight at midnight, Wayne Kramer from the MC5, who was emailing me all day today, going. Uh, Ian, are we supposed to be talking now? Can you call me now? I said, no, Wayne, it's tomorrow. Uh, so Wayne Kramer from the MC5 will be on at midnight. And play the Monkey's Pulpers song just for us. Aye, there we go. Beautiful. We'll be back. Stay tuned, though. Paul Ross is coming up next. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. Back tonight at 10. Ta-ta!